I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Get excited. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebers. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't. Anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on Indie Media Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide and podcasting on Anchor FM. This is Mike Check. My, this is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Sunday, December 29th, twenty nineteen. The last show of the year. We survived barely. Yeah. I, reg- I, re- I regrettably <laughs> survived Christmas. Damn it! I was hoping this would be the year. Anyway, just do it out of spite. Anyway, joining me, what? as always, on the mediocre city of Port St. Lousy, Florida, the rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, and the Mistress of Mayhem, Michelle Ligon. That's me, and if I have to go through Christmas and, and live through it, you have to, too. Just because I like to share the misery. <sighs> I guess that <laughs> makes sense. And also joining us at the Port, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM, Galaxy Master, and Pusher of Buttons, Miles Lagon. Oh, man. What a week of amazingness. Um, and I'm not talking about Christmas. I'm talking about, you know, just amazingness of, of, of stuff that we'll, we'll get to. It. And, and it all caps it off with another Patriots loss. I just, oh, let me just soak it in for a moment here. <laughs> Patriots. Oh, that's yes. uh, that's a sports ball thing, right? At the hands of the Dolphins, no less. Yes, this is sports what? ball stuff. Yes, <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm an idiot. Even I know that's bad when you're losing to the Dolphins. That's losing like, to the Dolphins. That's of like, all the teams in the NFL to lose to. That's like Sepaku level shame. No, it, <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the Patriots lost at home. That's how. That's <laughs> see. 
See, this is what I'm saying. Someone needs to commit Harakiri to erase the shame. Yep. Obviously. Just go out not there. Not enough people. To... Not enough people prayed for the Patriots to win. Or more people prayed for the Dolphins to win. Obviously, because you know that's how how games are determined. But yes. who prays more? Um, I yes, will say the best yeah. thing about Christmas, though, is the uh, <laughs> discount candy. I picked up a couple bags. Yeah, sure. Um, that, but uh, yeah, I uh, anyway, I can tell you this. I am never doing an extra show again alone. That was a disaster. I had no one to talk to and nothing to talk about. So, yeah, that was a colossally stupid idea I had. Well, I mean, at least you learned a lesson. Yeah, I learned a lesson. I am a terrible broadcaster. Pain, pain, you know, is, uh, what, what's the, what's the, um, the mother of invention? Necessity is the mother of invention. Necessity. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with something. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, this is what a last, year. Yeah, this is last show of 2019 and our all nerd show for, what, what is that popping? Let me see here. Hold on. Wait, all, all nerd? Wait, yeah. we're not going to talk about all the good stuff that happened? Oh, all right. I could, it's the last show of the month. We always do this. I know. I know. I, just, I, I'll just, like I said, I'm just going to soak it in. Just going to, you know. Can we at least mention a highlight? of it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> all nerd stuff. All, right, all, all right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Michelle, <laughs> do you, will, will you, are you going to be okay if I let him just say something? No. Okay. No. Miles. Miles. She approves. I approve. Don't you dare not say something after I went to the trouble of getting her to okay this. I. I. Well, take take a rain check. Just say that this okaying that she just did she can be applied at a future date and time of your determining. <laughs> you're really gonna oh, do this Miles, to me. You're being a. You're really gonna do this to me. <laughs> Oh, let's just have a, have some fun. I mean, we don't have to talk. I mean, I know. It's the same uh, time every hard. month. Every month. I know that. I know, I know that. But it's not my fault that the, politi- the politics have been so good. Compared to this time last year, you know what a funk we were in? And now. Woo! I mean, to, I mean yeah, there are times when I dread it dreaded looking at the news and now it's like what's now what's coming out now (laughs) it is fun watching him unravel like a tweet like a cheap sweater uh all right so since we're not talking politics i'll let you two go for it all right and i'm done no no what what no no (laughs) you stick around get the cattle prod michelle Uh, it'll take more like uh, shackles, you know, shackle me to the chair. I can do worse than that. Uh, oh, oh, please, <laughs> please, and may. Oh, yes. Is that is, is that a threat or a proposition? I, I I will be sure to describe it in detail. What? Oh, there's some cats fighting in the other uh, room. Sounds like that's Brandy. that's Loki. That, oh, no, that's Loki. No. Loki, um, being a bad boy to Saloon. Saloon's our little white Persian. It's a Persian. Yeah. Yeah. She's our little white Persian, and yeah, he is Saloon our black is, monster. Is whipping his ass for bothering her. Well, she she did uh, beat up on him when he was a kitten, and payback is a what's the right word? Uh, it's anyway. A they payback involved. 
It's a word that I've agreed is banned on this program. It's a dish best served cold. So, yes, payback is a dish served, best dish served cold. So, she, so Saloon <laughs> is currently, so wait, wait, Loki is currently smacking around Saloon? He, yes. Yes. He, he basically stares her down, and she just curls up into a defensive, you know how they hunch their back. Fe- and... She feels guilty for picking on a poor innocent, okay, a poor kitten. Oh. Poor yeah. yeah, yeah, he was just a little kitten, you know. And she would, you know, dominate like because she was bigger. And now Loki's found out through the power of genetics and and mommy feeding him well that he is bigger, and size <laughs> matters. It doesn't matter uh, with most things, but when it comes to cats, uh, I think I think Yoda I think Yoda would disagree. Size matters not. Well, with Chelsea Loon that, and Loki that. I don't, they, they won't listen to you or Yoda. Cats have their own. Our shame you know, is. Yeah, big shame. So uh, I went to see the Rise of Skywalker twice. Ah, oh, okay. Um, and I, uh, I believe you guys have seen it, and I know Kenny has. Yes. Yes. So we'll have we'll have a spoiler free thing. I will say this though. Um. I think Disney and Lucasfilm should be ashamed of themselves for what they did to Kelly Marie Tran and just basically erasing her character from the, you know, 99% of the movie. That's just shameful. Which character is that? Rose. Rose. Oh. You know, because you know what? Here's the thing is... As someone who was bullied mercilessly when he was a child, I know how bullies think. And I know that you can never appease a bully. If you give them something to try to make them stop, they are going to realize you're weak and they're going to amp it up to get more things. It may be attention. It may be your lunch money. It may be just the sheer joy of dumping your books, stealing your food, shoving you in a locker, putting you in a double jock lock. Yeah, there was another character I thought that she could have performed his role in the storyline purposes as um, McConaughey. What's that guy's? uh, Dominic Monaghan? Yeah. Yeah, that actor. He played, uh, not Pip. Mary? Mary, what? In the Lord of the wrong, Rings. You're thinking of the wrong movie. No. no. Don, Don, Dominic, Dominic, Dominic Monaghan was Monaghan in. Is the actor. Was the actor. In Star Wars. In the, in the light of Star Wars movie. Oh, Adam doesn't know. What? He, did, he didn't recognize the actor. He didn't recognize the actor. No, he oh, didn't. No. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Do you know the youngest... You know the youngish <laughs> man with blue eyes that was speaking in a slightly Irish, a slightly uh, Irish accent. Irish or Scottish? Yeah. Yeah. Monaghan. Um, that, let's uh, go with Irish. That was Small part of the command Yeah. 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 That's him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. He was Don, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. All I'm saying. Okay. Is that his role? She could have taken all because he's just saying some bit parts, and she could have contributed more in the movie. Or she could have gone with them. 
but they had to bow before the incels because they're convinced these people are Star Wars fans. They're not gonna watch this movie. They got what they want. They got you know what they wanted, Disney? They wanted your balls, and now they've got it. You gave them the whole store. What did you get for it? You got nothing. And who 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 uh, reported that this was a fact? Huh? Well, they're going to claim victory regardless. Yeah, who, who reported? Who reported that? That's the reason why her her role was so oh, low. Oh come on! I mean, this is Adam's. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's Adam's. Yeah. Okay, his yeah. theory. Okay. okay. I just want to know. I want to see if there was facts to base it up, other than just your theory. Do you really so. think that they're going to come out and say, "Yeah, we, this is why"? Come on, they're not going to admit it. They thought that they could placate the incels, and you can't placate them. It's not possible. So now, and the, and the servers are in Ukraine, mm. right? Yes, I understand. <laughs> Michelle's pushing buttons, and I'll just sit here and love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> we can't control what Disney does. No, we can complain. I hear what you're saying, Adam. No, we, I get but... that. We can't control it, but the fact matters. Now they've established their week. So you know what this means? The next time around, the incels are going to be even more nasty. Well, I expect science fiction to continue to push the envelope when it comes to things that incels don't like. Yeah. That's For example, the, the char- you know, Finn's character was still there, and they screamed the loudest about him. I mean, the Rose character was really secondary compared to Finn. And they and Ray's character, of course, very much front and center. And, oh, she her character commits the, the unforgivable sin of not having a penis. And the incels are all up in arms about that. And Disney didn't back down on that. So I hear what you're saying about Rose being a secondary character. I wanted more the the the, you know, the lockbreaker guy, the code breaker, is that yeah. his name? The code yeah. breaker. I like that character. I wanted more of the sh- of of Star Wars talking politics, going, "Hey, you see this military industrial complex? They are screwing both sides." I wanted more of that and I didn't see it. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Well, I was also mad that they didn't give Peter Mayhew a mention in the end credits. Yeah, that surprised me. That was kind of a dick move. Hey, destroyer Kurt, Kurt, Kurt's in the house. What's up, Kurt? Hi, Kurt. I'm living and Trojan are here. I mean, Woo-hoo. here's why it bothered me. Is that, okay, I'm not saying Carrie Fisher didn't deserve a mention in the credits of The Last Jedi because she did. And it was a very Obviously. touching. it was a very touching tribute to her, I felt. But here's the thing. Is that, um... Because he was such a large man, Peter Mayhew suffered from various health issues throughout his entire life. That is, yes. Human human beings are generally not meant to be that big. I mean, that's why when you get to be a certain size or bigger, when when a person exceeds a certain size, they tend to have more health problems. Andre, Peter Mayhew, Andre the Giant, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But he came back for The Force Awakens, even though he was in complete agony on the set. And he powered through it 
because I would imagine he gave a damn about the fans. Maybe I'm wrong, but I like to think. Um, you know, maybe he just couldn't cut it anymore. You know, I, Chewie's uh, Chewie's role was pretty, uh, you know, prevalent in this movie. Well, yeah, but my point is, Peter Mayhew died. Remember, in in April, and I still feel like he should have gotten a mention in the credits, like like Carrie Fisher did. Was what? I don't know that. I mean, I know somebody else played Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. A, a Finnish guy. So, I know, I know, Carrie Fisher was in the movie, but I don't know that anything. I don't know that Peter Mayhew was. Okay, so why not? I hear, just I hear say, what you're saying. Rest I hear what you're saying about him. Peter him he he could have gotten a little mention. That's but as far as him not being, as far as him not being in the credits, I understand why he's not, not in the credits. I'm not saying give him a credit in the film. I'm saying like they did with Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. There you go. That's all they need to say. Yeah, they could have. All right, we're in agreement <laughs> there. They dropped the ball on that. Hmm. Sorry. I'm still, uh, I'm still working on getting rid of this. Oh, your throat sounds really terrible. You know what? Why don't you smooth that over with a nice piece of Halloween candy? <laughs> it sounds like me. Mine's all gunky today, too. We yeah. still have Halloween candy around the house here somewhere, but Michelle's yeah. hiding it well, so I don't get tempted. She's, she's protecting you, Miles. Yes, she is, and it's paying off. I've, I've lost 20 pounds. You know what? Here's an idea. So. Michelle, here's a great way you could protect Miles. Uh huh. Uh, box up all the candy and send it to me. Hell no! <laughs> I'm eating it, damn it. Okay, okay, okay. How about box up half the candy and send it to me? No, because then I have the rest of it from our guests. A quarter of the candy. <laughs> nope, sorry. You got to do without. Huh? Hmm. She said no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do without. Says who? I've got three bags of Christmas candy right here. Oh, well, then you don't need my candy. There you go. Enjoy. See? Take there some of that candy. You can never have too much candy. Well, if you start to get diabetes, I would start to say you've maybe had a little too much. Just as a rough right. rule. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um. Uh, I don't think this is going to be an all Star Wars talk, uh, Trojan. I think we're just, uh, you know, we're just talking stuff. You know, uh, are we going to talk more about it when Kenny gets on? Uh, yes. Okay. So, cool. let's see what else we have. The The Witcher come out. Yes. Awesome. Loving it. Man, I mean, every episode ends with a nice cliffhanger. You're just like, oh, my God, what happens? I got to see what happens next. Just make sure to toss a coin to your Witcher. Indeed. Oh, I will Valley say, of Plenty. I will say this. I think Netflix made a major mistake not releasing that song for purchase. I, I don't know that they had a full song written up. No, they did, I mean, because it's available on SoundCloud and YouTube. But, oh, is it? Mm-hmm. You just can't okay. purchase it. Okay. Okay. Well, I would purchase it. I, you know, I, I ran um, 
Oh, I don't blame you. I ran a cut from from it on on my year in review show last night. So, uh, do you have a favorite character in Witcher, like you do in uh, Dark Materials? Hmm. Why don't you think about that, and then after break we can do some Witcher talk, hardcore Witcher talking, you know about. Uh, yeah, because uh, I don't believe Kenny's been watching The Witcher yet. Fair enough. Yeah, that would wow, that would kill a segment easy. That's that. Man, the special effect. Anyway. Anyway, I'm waiting uh, to hear from uh from the from the Sus. Sure. Uh, she's supposed to be coming on tonight to talk about his dark materials. Okay. Um. You're not gonna but, like my favorite character in Dark Materials. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the bad guy? <coughs> it is. Excuse me. No, I have crap in my throat. I apologize. I was about to say. No, that was a legitimate. Wait? That's a legitimate cough. I'm just sitting here silently. Yeah. I still. I, my, mine is still Yorick Burnison. Why wouldn't I like... Why would I be unhappy with your choice of favorite character? Uh, I'm just saying. Just a, just a, I'm just curious a, now! You can't do this to me! A general prediction. No, no, no. We're all, we're all going to talk Dark Materials later. That's fine. That's fine. Well, I gotta, I, I'm got. i still waiting to hear from, from the series. Oh, well... Um... She's, she's, I asked her if she was feeling up to it, and she said yes, and I said, okay, when do you want to come on? She hasn't answered. Oh. Oh, so it's not a confirmed thing tonight. It was supposed to be tonight. I asked her. But my my point being, it's not confirmed. We're talking about his dark materials tonight. Oh, well, there you okay. go. If because I'm sure Kenny has her ear. Fair enough. You know, ho hopefully she's up to it. But uh, let's see. So, it's been okay. a great. It's been a great <sighs> year for. <clears throat> For, for, this is uh, peanut butter cup. For streaming uh, media, we had uh, two great seasons yes. of The Dragon Prince, The Witcher, yes. The Mandalorian, Rick and Morty. Rick, well, is Rick and Morty streaming exclusive? I don't think so. No. It's a Cartoon Network. Yeah, it's Cartoon Network, but we right. bought the the season, and as they get released, we get to see them on Amazon Prime. Oh, so. I see. Man. I see. And of course, it was a great year for anime because we had, let's see, we had The Promised Neverland, Dr. Stone, which got confirmed for season two earlier, uh, I believe, last week. That reminds okay. me, we still got to watch that Inuyashi thing. Is that in, what, the Demon Hunter? Yes. It, Demon, it's Demon Inuyasha. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know, I, I'm not. No, you're going to never finish Inuyasha. No. That's There's the too many of them. Yeah, no, that's a different yeah. series. Yours yeah. is a different name. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Kine yeah, oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Well, yeah. you know me. All those Japanese names sound the same. You know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't have tentacle monsters in it, he doesn't remember it. Wait a minute. The Demon Hunter, does uh, it have tentacle monsters? Uh, it has a monster that is composed almost entirely of hands. Is well, that close? That'll work. I will accept that. But it's just, a, it's it's like, it, it, it dies. Don't don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Just let me. All right. I will, I will edit that from the final <laughs> cut of the show. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rick and Morty D&D? &D? 
Dungeons and Dragons Rick and Morty? Yeah, I they released a D and D module themed after. Oh, that's cool. Rick and... Oh no, you didn't I know that? No... Oh wait, no, of oh. course not, because you guys refused to try try a uh, fifth edition. That's oh, that's why... a fifth edition yeah. thing. Yeah, but oh. you might be able, it might be able to be converted. To, so to what happens? The TARDIS shows up and Rick and Morty pop out in the middle of a D&D game? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm just saying I know it exists, but I know that, like I said, you guys aren't. You guys haven't tried 5th edition, so you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. Oh, that was a yawn. Wow. Am I boring you, Mr. Lagon? I'm, I'm on a diet, and as a result, my body is in a constant state of lethargy. Yes, I'm lethargy that too i'm sorry i couldn't resist so uh yeah i kind of i kind of went overboard on today's tales of symphonia stream i went almost four hours mm. no actually yeah i went three and a half hours and the sad oh, thing is right. the sad thing is i'm gonna have to go back and start and i'm gonna have to go back like an hour oh oh that's not too bad that's not too bad. An hour. That's not that. You know, it's not the other world. Nah, nah. It's just I forgot to do something before I wrapped up this portion of the game. And if I if I do it after, I can. I can't say much without spoiling it. But if I wait to do it, it what I need to do becomes harder. Yeah, yeah. and I definitely I want to I want to watch. We'll start watching that demon. We'll have to put some time to it. That demon show. Just so Adam will have to watch Milagro Beanfield War. Yes. And then we've got to pick two other movies for him to watch. Yeah. It's like 24 <clears throat> episodes, 27, something like uh, that. I think it's 26. That works. So we'll, we'll do uh, nine, nine episodes, and then another nine episodes. And we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have you watch some movies. That's the trade-off. That's, that's how we're playing this game. We'll send him cheesy movies. The week. Yeah. Oh, oh! I dare you to call Milagro Beanfield War cheesy after you've watched it. Ch- I was just, I was just joking about how you guys are making me watch movies. Like, I it's like, not. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. fair. We will be. Uh, yes. It's a Robert Redford movie, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. I mean, we're not, you know, forcing our eyes open like Clockwork Orange. But... No, no, this is the what is it, the Ludovico treatment? Oh, yeah, whatever that creepy ass thing is. Yeah, Ludovico. I don't know. Oh, I don't. Remember. Is that what it's called? Okay. I don't remember for sure. I don't know at all. All right, you just said it for you. For all I know, what you said was Japanese, which all sounds Baca. the same. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we close the time to break. Yes. Are we ready to talk talk some Witcher after break? Sure. Like a plan. Look at that. This, this evening's going so smoothly. It's almost like I'm a professional and competent what I yeah. do as a hobby. You throwing random Japanese words in here, everything's perfect. <sighs> we'll be right back after this, folks. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. And I'm going to wind up soon, but not before I make a few strange noises with my mouth that will go somewhere along the lines of bingle bongle, dingle dangle, yickety doo, yickety da, ping pong, lippy tappy tooter. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
distance Dogs are barking at the night White trash are burning up that garbage Somebody's looking for a fight Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) 
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Join me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, and push your buttons, Miles Ligon. And I just unhit the mute button. So yeah, life is good. Oh, oh, and I am buttless. What? No, I'm kidding. Sounds, sounds anatomically impossible, but okay, we're on with that. <laughs> I mean... Apparently, I just heard it's a thing. It... it are you, are, you, are you looking at the chat room? Obviously not. No, but I... Oh, I, well, okay. We've, we've established before that splitting my attention never ends well. Fair enough. All right, also joining us out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, first her name, and Mistress of Mayhem, uh, Michelle Lagan. That is me. I am here. Uh, okay, drinking so water. Witcher! Yes. Do we have other things to bring up or discuss no, real quick before we jump no, into I'm Witcher? Just, I'm just I'm just right. uh reading catching up in the chat room because you had to write it's like it's like dangling something in front of a cat. Oh. Ah. Did I do that? I guess I always do that. Yeah. You're welcome. Seriously, I need to invest in a proper cattle prod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if or, that works on me. Or uh, uh, what was it? What was it in the in Mirror Mirror? Uh, the an agonizer. That's right. I need I need oh, to invent agonizers for everyone. An agonizer. Ah, <laughs> uh, that might work on me. Your agonizer. Please. I'm not. I'm not that into pain. You know, I can. I have a high tolerance for it, but I'm not. You know. So anyway, Witcher. Yes. So you're, I think, one episode behind. So we won't go into that spoilery part of it. But I highly recommend the series. It is an excellent telling of a. All right. When I say excellent, there is a segment of it where there's this jumping around with um things that happened in the past what's that what's that happen foreshadowing not post that's not foreshadowing what's it called when you go backwards what in a story when oh. you jump backwards in time to show uh, uh something flashback foreshadow flashback. is it a flashback? flashback right okay so a flashback flashbacks happen and it's happening at the same time as real time stuff and so it, it 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 i was i got lost i'm like what how 
where and then once I once it once it clicked, I'm like, oh, okay. But for the longest time, I'm sitting there watching this. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not who. How did it? You know. So it was. It made those. It was a lot. I was my my brain was sorting through it. Now, in the witch's defense, if I had a steady flow of carbs and candy running through me as I normally do, I might have been mentally acute enough to pick up on it. But I am dieting, and so I was kind of. I'm just I'm firing on like six cylinders out of eight. Okay. So anyway. So yeah, uh, the, the the flashbacking caught, caught me on that. Yeah, I, I will say that from what what I've seen so far is a little disjointed because it goes back and forth, back and forth. It's like you know, I, I and maybe it's just because of my ADHD. That can be a little annoying sometimes. That said, I, I was able to keep up with it, but uh, there was a moment when I couldn't. But otherwise, yeah, things are that's fine. That said, it's nice to see, finally see Henry Cavill in a role he can actually do and not destroy oh. Superman. I'm sorry, my allergies. Don't you just love uh, my favorite thing that he does in that role is when he just goes. Mm. That's it. He just just growls, just a little, you know, hum that little. Mm. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Love that. Oh well, that those are more blatant, but yeah, he does that too. Yeah, I've I've played the game and he fits the role really well, so he's doing yeah. a nice job. And yeah, I mean, yeah, no, he's doing a good job. He looks the part. He sounds the part, from what I can tell. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's just like I said, I'm finding this back and forth to just be a little. Uh, yeah. It could be very distracting. Just if, if if I was made more aware of it, I probably would catch on to it faster and you know enjoy it. You know, I'm not saying it's not enjoyable. It is. So those of you that will watch it, just be aware. You could be finding yourself in the middle of a flashback and be going, "How? Oh, it's a flashback." You know, so you know, just just be aware. Other than that, so what's your favorite character? Who's your favorite? Uh, yeah, character. Hmm. I think I'm gonna have to go with Yennefer. So far. Oh man, that was my pick. Really? Okay. She's badass. She is badass. Yes. I think Michelle's jealous, Miles. Why would I? Be, why? No, I just I'm joking. I, I'm joking. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> I just anyway. the way the way you said it, Michelle. That's all. Oh. Do you have a favorite character, hon? Not really. I like them all. I'm enjoying the whole story. Like like the comedic offset of the, no, y- the... Yasker. What's his name? Vienner? Lanner? Oscar. The Bard. The Bard. Yasker. Yasker? Yasker, yeah. No, I... Nah. Nah. If I had to pick, I would go Geralt, just because. Just him, I, yeah. I love his... I love his stoicness. I love the fact that he plays at having no emotion, but there is that that spark of kindness. There is in an him. undercurrent. Yes, I will agree. And yes. I do appreciate that. So yeah, he is totally yeah. stoic, and you see where he. I I love how when a person is having a conversation, they totally expect him to agree or go in one direction, and he just straight up tells them no, yep. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that, you know, or, uh, you know, it's uh. Yeah, so there we go. Oh, that's that's some. But yeah, Jennifer, man, what a great storyline that is. Love that storyline. Yep. Um, so she's got issues, but hopefully, I'd like to see her 
you know, be like the uh, Arya of uh, the Witcher series. Yeah, it could happen. I'm just saying. Just saying. Arya's a character in the uh, Game of Thrones. I'm, I, I, yes, I, I know who Arya <laughs> is. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. We only did we only did what six hours of talk about Game of Thrones. Don't make me set the hook. Don't make me set that hook. (laughs) Just roll with it, Adam. You gotta roll with it. Yeah. Now in the uh, I mean we probably don't want to get too spoilery for The Witcher. I mean, you know, I imagine there's some people that have watched it, but there are some that might not, and I'm ho- hopefully our words of encouragement will push some people that way. It's it's definitely a worthy... Uh, oh, so, um, Adam, I believe there are two specific scenes in The Witcher that I'm going to reference, and you will understand them. Okay. So when I ask you... Which was your favorite foyer or foyer? Was it Yennefer's or uh, who's the other uh, magician? Troubadour? Troubagon? The one with the nice foyer? The, the, the mage that wanted him to kill? Stregobor? Stregobor. There you go. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? The two foyers? The foyer scenes? Yes, I believe I do. Okay. So which was your favorite? Oh, jeez, you got it. You you have a choice of two! (laughs) It's just just like, what's your favorite, chocolate or vanilla? (laughs) Both. Okay. I, I, uh, Yennefer's was a little more intense for me. I would have, I would have preferred something a little more easygoing like Stregobors. That one for me was, you know, I, I, I would say that Yennefer's sure was a more nothing to do, I, It has nothing to do but, with the, with the, with the flagrant nudity. Flagrant what? Nudity. Yes, it does. It does was, for me. That you, was, that was sarcasm. Would, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, you are the master of sarcasm. Look at that. It sailed right over my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yada, yada. All right, Yennefer's. Well, there you go. Yeah, there were some some scenes there. uh, uh, Yeah. One woman being held upside down. That was was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, that was... She was having fun. What? (laughs) The scene that sticks the most in my mind, though, throughout the entire series so far is Yennefer's transformation. That, that let me out. That was intense. That yeah. was some excellent special effects. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just the whole, but the whole symbolism there and all, it was just horrifying. You mean the one, the, the, the initial start of the procedure? Yes, or are we initial, talking about the, the... Well, the whole thing. The initial start of the procedure, then the, the effects of the transformation itself. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was an intense scene. <laughs> what? No, no, no. I'm just thinking of the parts of The Witcher. Like, um, what'd you think of the assassin? 
the one with the spider monster with blades for legs. I wasn't I, I wasn't going to get spoilery, but yeah, that guy. I just want to make sure we're talking about the same guy. There's there's um, more than one. Well, I I I wouldn't know yet because I haven't seen the whole okay. series yet. Okay. I mean, there could I thought be more. Bad. I thought it was pretty badass. You know, he was like, "Woo!" It's a terrifying yeah. monster, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Just. Hmm. Oh man, and all the backstabbing that goes on in there. Ooh, here's a good question. A good, here's a good Witcher. Oh, I, I very much compare this to Game of Thrones. It doesn't have as many characters as Game of Thrones did. As wild and crazy as Game of Thrones was. That was intrigue on a level of anyway. Um. I'll ask you this. So there have been, oh, a half dozen or so, I'd say, monsters that Geralt has been combating, you know? Uh, so which was your favorite monster? Hmm. As a, as a myth enthusiast, this, this question intrigues me. Um... I'd have to say the Strigo was pretty, probably the creepiest one. I agree. That one was really a good monster. That was an excellent monster. Uh, I I can't argue that choice at no, all. No, very good. Yeah, that's an excellent choice. So I, are, I, that's, you, that's wait, 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 wait. Well. Are you saying, Miles, that um, I I have uh, made a, a a good choice? Yeah, no, I'm in agreement with you. That there are times when I can say no, I prefer strawberry to vanilla. But no, no, no I'm, 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 I'm going somewhere with this, Miles. I'm not like calling you out. I'm just saying that I've chosen well, or maybe. Oh uh... yes, that's you yes. have chosen wisely. Yes, you have, and and I will defend your choice. It is an excellent choice, even in a battle to the death or to the pain. To the pain. <laughs> <laughs> no to the death yes but no i won't do to the pain um interesting, all right, so that's good, interesting which, choice <laughs> what what uh what's another good witcher question i can ask you this one would be too spoilery i could ask like whose whose death was most you know interesting to you or Maybe not foreseen, but that would be spoilery. Who's Talking about death? people that have died. You know, there's been people that have died. Um, yeah. You know, I'm just saying. But it's, I mean, considering, like I said, how I'll... disjointed the storytelling is so far, it's uh, hard to, you know, that'd be a hard one. What, uh, I, have you noticed all the, I mean, to me, there's like so many contact lenses in this show. It's like everybody's wearing contact lenses. Well, it's a me it's a magical world where there's a lot of different yeah. eye shapes and stuff. So, I mean, Geralt showed that he's like he's not normal, you know, with his wolfish like no, you know yellowish gold. He eyes. hasn't gotten his second sword yet, has he? I don't he even has see both of. He, I think they trimmed it down to just one sword to kind of keep it straight. No, I've seen but... he had a he had a second sword on on Roach. It's oh, on okay. Roach. Okay. Spoiler alert, everybody! Roach is his horse. Blade, and one's for humans, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's a that's yeah. Not not that he needs a sword. <laughs> he, she could just 
bash somebody and take their weapon and then start kicking ass with that weapon. I do also like the fact that they are keeping the use of his potions very prominent in the show, and that's nice. He does do that. Because I, that was a very big part of the game. And I don't stuff, know what so. they mean. I they don't boost know. his powers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. Actually thinking about, I'm actually thinking about picking up one of the audiobooks with my Audible credit for this month. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of actually buying the, the, the physical books. I mean, well, not the physical books, but I'm actually thinking of buying the books for my Nook so I can read them to get an idea of the the world in more detail than the Ooh, games gave he's me. got a silver sword for monsters. Okay. Yeah. yeah, silver sword for monsters and a regular blade for regular. Well, I know a monster dangers. that's going to shake in its boots when, it, when the silver sword gets drawn. <laughs> oh, yeah, so do I. Oh, yes, yeah. I know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I, yeah, I don't think Adam's there yet. No, he's not. That no, would be I'm spoilery. Not I'm not no, there. you're not. Oh, <laughs> I went. Cha- I went chasing after after the squirrel. Well, right. You know, you haven't reached that episode yet, but you know, it's okay. Woo, man! All right. So, uh, did you have a favorite, uh, or what kind of a question do you have for us for about Witcher from on, on I, Curiosity? I, I, Xbox? I, huh. I'd be curious to know your favorite characters so far. Well, Michelle's- well, Jennifer. Okay, yeah. yeah, Michelle really hasn't voiced. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm oh, she I'm said girl. Yeah, um, yeah. She likes she likes Henry Cavill's portrayal of him, and I I can't argue that. I mean, he's he's done. I mean, wow. I mean, he's also doing very well with the uh, the sword moves and uh, the choreo chore, fight choreography thing. He's really knocking it out of the park with that. I mean, when you watch sword fighting and stuff like that, I mean, Princess Bride was pretty good. But there are certain sword fights you just watch and you're like, really? I mean, there's one I watched in like Braveheart, and you see the Braveheart fight going, and then there's these two guys in the background, and they're just like tapping their swords together, and like, ugh. <clears throat> but this, man, blood, guts, beheadings, woo! It's this is this is hardcore. This is uh, real. Uh, they, they're not pulling punches here. This is this is some nice nice stuff. Yeah, no, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to, to season well, finishing season one of course, but um also the inevitable you know, they have confirmed a season two. Of Witcher? Yes. Oh. Well, good. Good good. Glad to hear that. So pretty much everything from this year has gotten picked up. We've got we know we know there's more Dragon Prince coming. There's more Witcher. Um, more Rick and Morty. More Rick and Morty. More Doctor Stone. More Kimetsu no Yaiba. So, yeah, good good day to be alive for sci-fi fans. Yeah, yeah. And this year we got some good movies coming down the pike because I believe we've got Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, I hadn't heard anything about that. Although, of course, it was, you know, led to, but uh, uh, I wonder if they'll dive, uh, you know, they got to do something a little more interesting than the pre- first uh, Godzilla versus Kong. But I'm then again, sure that's, those are two those are two guys jumping around in suits. I'm sure the special effects will definitely be a little bit better. 
No, I'm I'm looking. Like I said, I you know. Uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing. I, I enjoy. I really enjoyed Godzilla King of the Monsters, and I think that I mean, like I said, the critics on that one. I know I'm not supposed. I know Michelle, you never listen to them, but here's the thing: is that when the, when the first Godzilla movie came out in 2014, they complained, "Oh, there's not enough Godzilla." So then this movie comes out, and it never claims to be something that it isn't. It always was pretty clear this was going to be a giant monster, a giant monster fighting movie. Yes. And then they complain about that. There's too much Godzilla, too many kaiju. It's like. Well, I know. Actually, I think for a monster movie, it had just enough kaiju, and it had enough of a small plot. Oh, I, I mean, like the plot. If you watch a kaiju movie for the plot, you're not doing it right. Uh, I, I still like the plot. Well, no, I'm not saying the plot was bad. I'm just saying you watch a kaiju movie for the kaiju action. Oh, okay. Well, I got to enjoy both. But, uh, no, I, I also... Um, I want to see them eventually do a Mothra movie. Hmm. Because of all the kaiju, other than Godzilla, of all the kaiju, I would say Mothra has the most background, the most lore. She is, after all, oh. basically a goddess. Okay. Um. Who's the antagonist? Who would you put as the antagonist in a Mothra movie? Well, I mean, in the original, it was people just doing stupid stuff like, you know, kidnapping her priestesses. I mean. Oh. Okay. I mean, I, I right. don't know, but I could tell you this. Um, I, I, susp- I, I mean, I, no trailers for, for Godzilla vs. Kong have been released yet. Um, I'm suspecting. You guys, did, did you guys see King of, Godzilla King of the Monsters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I strongly suggest, I strongly believe that this is going to end up being, you know, they're going to start fighting, but it's going to end up being a team up against either Mecha Ghidra or a clone of Ghidra from that head that turned up. The head that wasn't destroyed. Hmm. Okay. That's my hunch. Because, I mean, God's, don't, you know, I mean, this is kind of like the Batman versus Superman of the kaiju world, you know, who wins and... And don't get me wrong, it's going to be fun, but at the same time, I just don't see a whole, you know, two and a half hour movie of these two fighting. Well, you know, you know, it's going to really ruin uh, the movie of uh, Godzilla versus Kong. It's going to be that uh, that CGI mustache on Godzilla. <laughs> That's going to totally ruin it. And, and that, you know, both Godzilla and Kong have, you know, their mother have the same first name. That... Save Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> How do you know that name? <laughs> what does he mean by that? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just, I, I'm just, again, this is speculation because, like I said, there's no trailer yet. I suspect the trailer will be coming soon. But I'm just saying that at the at the end of Godzilla King of the Monsters, we know that there is a head of Ghidra's that is still oh. 
there. Okay. It's got. It's there's got to be a point other than ooh, and, you know. So and as regenerative as that creature was, you know. Yeah. It did regenerate pretty pretty prolifically. So I wonder what it would take to regenerate uh, Gadira. I mean, it just Gadira. took one nuclear blast to get. Uh, yeah, whatever that Japanese word you said. Yeah, to, you know, uh, to get Godzilla back up in action. <laughs> I mean, you got to remember also, Ghidorah oh. in in this continuity, continuity, is is an alien organism. Right. So. Uh, a world destroyer or a world conqueror. Yeah. I mean, and that's generally his role. You know, he's he's usually been portrayed as some sort of alien organism, you know, either sent sent by someone to take over the world to, like, you know, sweep away the, the riffraff or just an evil SOB who wants to rule the, you know, you know, kill things. Plan nine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, the aliens in plan nine had good intentions. Hmm. Did they? I don't remember. I don't they remember. They wanted it's... to avert nuclear holocaust by scaring oh. people. Okay. Cool. Um, but I will say this: uh, Jessica Henwick is supposed to be in Godzilla vs. Kongs, and I, and I liked her in um, in uh, uh, Iron Fist. So. Okay. We'll see what happens. Fair enough. Sounds like a plan. I think we're pretty close to break. Uh, yeah, actually. We, we went a little over, but... No, uh, The Witcher is good. Um, like I said, everything that came out this year has been good. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, I loved his Dark Materials. It's nice to see a reliable, you know, a, a, a an, adapt, an adaptation that's mostly true to the books. I mean, they take some liberties, but... That's again. That's the rule that what works well on paper doesn't necessarily work in a movie. That's why when they ch make changes to a comic book movie, I'm not one of those nerds freaking out over it because I'm smart enough to realize, like I said, what works in a comic book doesn't necessarily translate the film. Okay. Right. You sound dejected, Miles. What's what? What's no, going on? No, we're near break. No, we're near break, and I was just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So there you have it, folks. We'll be, uh, we'll, we will be, re <clears throat> I got, I, I cannot wait to be over whatever ick I got because this cough is driving me up the frippin' frickin' wall. Oh, yeah, it, it does sound pretty rough, but just so you let know, the, when I hit the mute button, you're not gonna. And by the way, before we go to break, I've decided that since this is the last show of the year, uh, I'm going to go the entire show. Again, without dropping an F-bomb. And the person who will be in charge of certifying that that has happened will be Miles. So we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
now, on with the show. Oh, yeah. Get excited. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back for hour number two here on Mike Check Radio. Joining me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, and Mistress of Mayhem, Michelle Ligon. It's me. I am here. So it has the cat. Has the literal cat flight stopped? Yes, it has for the okay. moment. Yeah, Loki's in here asleep on his little little throne, so he's happy. <laughs> of course, Loki has a throne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's the king of the the king of the house. What can I say? So, how big is he exactly? Not a huge cat. Yeah, fourteen. But he's big. But About he's fourteen pounds. Saylo, but he's bigger than Saylun. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. She's. Saylun's mostly hair. She's all she's, for. She's a skinny little. She right, looks right. big, Persians, but Persians usually are all hair. Yeah. So. Yeah, of all of our cats, he's the biggest. In 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 mass. So, you know, he's he's got the muscle. He's he's a very fit kitty, and so. Yeah. Anyway, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and Pusher Buttons, Miles Lagan. I am? Yes, hi, hello, glad to be here. You're either you're here or you're a delusion <laughs> of my imagination. Oh, uh, you wish. Right. I couldn't get that I imagine I imagine if I was a delusion of your imagination, I'd be less of a button pusher. Yeah. Just a bit. It's a skosh. <sighs> Excuse me. You're welcome. Anyway, uh, Kenny Pick will be joining us at the bottom of uh, that button. Yeah. I'm sorry. My brain is kind of... Uh, it's okay. It's the holidays. Holidays. D-A-Z-E. Or days. D-A-Z-E. I just said um, that. <laughs> Oh, I just heard T. I don't know why. Never mind. D-A-Z-E. There we go. D-A-Z-E. Okay. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D-A-Z-E. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, the holidays, we're, we're allowed to phone it in. So. Yeah, the holidays can suck it. Although, I did get one very special present. Did you? 
Yes. Wait, pray tell. Do share. Well, it was from Kenny, so I want to save it until he gets here. Oh, okay. Very cool. We shall wait then. Wait, wait. You guys really don't know? I'm not sure what you're talking about. You're, you're not Smile. playing coy. Swear. You're not playing coy. Because he posted I will, it yesterday. <laughs> I will swear to no such thing. Okay, so you're playing coy. Uh, um, Miles got a Venus flytrap from his sister. I'm sorry, can you say that again, please? He got a Venus flytrap from okay. his sister I was as worried. a Christmas gift. I was worried there for a second. Okay. It, it was just the way he said it the first time. I'm sorry. Sounded the same both times. Yeah. Venus live traps are pretty cool. May, maybe it's just the candy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or, you know, it's just... This Orman, time of the year puts a lot of us in a very... I could also be a, clo a closet... I could also be a closet perv, which wouldn't shock me, to be frank. Well, it depends on your definition of a Venus flytrap. It's a there carnivorous plant. Yeah. I know what a Venus flytrap is, Miles! <laughs> Just just remember, you cannot put that thing in direct sunlight, or it will burn. It's not in direct sunlight. No, we have we have a a, 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 a grow light on it. Okay. And he's con he's Wait, constantly checking he's constantly checking checking it and monitoring the moistness of the soil to make sure it stays moist but not overly wet. Just just if it starts saying stuff like feed me or singing, destroy. Well, then I will obey. What? Oh, no, uh, you're going to destroy it. Plan B. <laughs> Got it. We, yes, we do know it is a swamp plant, so it has specific needs. So, just, just as long as those needs don't involve meat. Well, it does involve meat. It just doesn't involve humans yet. Yes. All right. Let me rephrase. As long as it doesn't. Okay. Blood. So no. So no gerbils. No gerbils. No cats. No squirrels, rabbits, people. Okay. What about door-to-door -door salesmen? Uh, that, uh, uh, those aren't Magazine people. sellers? It'll be, it, that'll be fine. Okay. Just don't, don't, <laughs> uh, uh, don't accidentally end the world like the original. You guys know the original ending to Little Shop of Horrors was supposed to be Audrey 2 took over the world, right? I'm no, guessing. I didn't know that. Yeah, they changed it because it didn't, it didn't test well with um, um, audiences. But they gave it a surprise ending with Audrey 2 and the, I mean, the, the, the little plant in the garden. Well, yeah, but like I said, originally it, the ending was going to be much darker. Yeah, well, it was a comedy. It needed to stay a little lighter, aside from the dismemberments and the uh, abusive boyfriend dentist and and that sort of thing. Yeah, it, it, it probably well, did the, need the to be a little lighter. The abusive boyfriend dentist did get his comeuppance in the end. Yes, he did, and they always get their comeuppance. Yes, they do. <laughs> anyway. Wait. No. Uh, he's uh, not going to do it. He's not going to do it. I got it somewhere. I got it somewhere. He's just going to totally bail. He's going to... Uh, nope. Yeah. He's just leaving you. No, nope. I'm not... Well, all right. Now I'm going to find it just to prove you wrong. Sure okay, you are. Okay, good. I because that's one of my favorite hear. sound bits. Because, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think... You I know, think nasty just... little fellows such as yourself always get their comeuppance. <laughs> 
they do? Oh, yes. Always. She has a nice voice. I like her. I do yeah. like her a lot. I, I'd love to see her in more movies. I'm, I'm thrilled that she's going to be in Black Widow. Yes. I don't know who she's going to be because she's obviously not... Um, not, you know, the person who is in some canons, the Dark Widow, but. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the Mummy was an action movie, and she was oh, yeah. being very active. She you is know, an in action heroine. Yep, yep. Yeah, she is. And she's, she's got some really good presence. I really do like her. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Um. Quick, oh, quick uh, thing I want to mention just before we do any more talk of what's this segment about? Are you insinuating that I have a plan? Yes, yeah, right. we, we, we don't have a game plan. No time. game plan. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just browsing and there's apparently a, in 2020, it's coming out on CBS, uh-huh. something called, it's an animated show uh-huh. called Star Trek The Lower Decks. And it's created by the guy that also does Rick and Morty. So it's probably so, a comedy show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a crew on an unimportant Starfleet vessel <laughs> featuring humor that skews adult, uh, <laughs> but it's a, a crew on an unimportant ship. <laughs> okay. Excellent. All right, so spoiler alert, that's coming out. Oh, Space Force. I'm sure Trump will love that. Yeah, he, he probably would. All it says about Rachel Wise's character in the Black Widow movie is her name is Melina and that she's a Black Widow. I take Maybe. it Black Widows are like a faction of spies like Mandalorians are not a race. They're like a creed. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Cool. I'm still wondering what Red Guardian's deal is. What? Well, is is he a super and... soldier or? I think and... he was. I think he was the Russians' version of Captain America. They didn't yeah. have the exact formula. They did their own. They did their own experimentation. If I remember correctly, I mean, I wasn't that big into Captain America himself. And I was more of an Avengers person, so I wasn't into his entire backstory. But I'm pretty sure that's what I remember. I mean, Kenny will know better than I do. Yeah, I'm just curious. Did he get a a version of the super soldier serum, or is he just, you know, like Batman, a guy who's trained himself to the peak of of human physicality? Hmm. Don't know. Oh, Picard. Coming out January 23rd. That soon? Wow. Release date January 23rd. I believe you. I'm just saying. I'm shocked it's that soon. Yeah. I am I am intrigued. I mean, uh, Patrick Stewart's getting up there in years. I'm pretty sure he, won't, he, he has an amazing stunt double. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this looks like an action-intensive yeah, but, I mean, has, has Picard ever been, like, an action character? He has 
kicked mm. ass in the past, but it's only very rarely that he gets physical. It Most wasn't, yeah, his action scenes weren't hardcore yeah, physical. Yeah, they weren't like uh, uh, Kirk fighting the Gorn physical, but they there were. There was, uh, no, 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 it wasn't like that. Yeah, no. he, but he, he can get physical. There was a scene where he tangled a little bit with Worf when he was Locutus, and they captured him. He could see, you know, he was on his Borg makeup and fighting with, you know, <laughs> fighting with Worf and uh, winning. And Worf calls for data for help. And, well, that's how that fight ends. And spoilers! So, <laughs> I, I'm not worried about you spoiling a 30-year-old TV series, Miles. Yeah. It's okay. I, I think we can we can absolve you of that. We can, oh, good, good, good. Okay. Go forth when's and the, send no more. When's the new Doctor Who? Hang on, I'm Google monkling. I, I think Doctor. it's January. I think I think the next season of... Wouldn't oh. surprise me, because they're usually... Don't they put out a Christmas thing for Doctor Who? They usually they do a one-off Christmas. But did they do thing. it this year? I don't know. I, I don't haven't. Know. We don't have cable anymore, so we're we're missing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Very strange. Shameless piracy, but I don't condone it. March twenty-sixth. <laughs> Living just typed in chat. There are nope. four lights. I'm wrong. <laughs> I I only read March twenty-sixth because that's what this thing right the first number lights? saw. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. From Star yeah, Living just yeah. typed in the chat, there are four lights. <laughs> it's a myth. It's Love a myth. that episode. Yes. There are episode. four lights. <laughs> yes, we, 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 we are, we, we are Star Trek nerds as well. We're, we're overall nerds. So. There, oh. There's nothing wrong with that. It's set to premiere January 1st. Yay. A Christmas special or uh, the season? The series. It confirmed the 11th series finale that the 12th series will premiere in the very early 2020. Confirmed on the 2nd of December that the series will uh, set to premiere on the 1st of January 2020 and will air through March. I think I'll have to purchase the, the, the seasons that we've missed, the season that we missed, so we can finish watching it and... Oh, I, I, is it I'm, that the older doctor? No. What season no, did we miss? I think we missed part of the 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 season the Jody season Whittaker. with Jodie Whittaker. Oh. Yeah, because we don't have cable anymore. It makes things a little more difficult. Oh. Sometimes. Okay. I'll just have to look through things and check yeah. it out. All right. There, there yeah, we go. I, I I thought Jodie Whittaker's take on Doctor was great and. I'm glad the BBC, you know, the BBC, unlike Disney, isn't going to look back. Uh, nope, they are. They are pushing forward and good, in, good on them for that. Um, there was, there's definitely the, uh, uh, they're, 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 they're very strong on the anti-gun message, you know, unlike, yeah, yeah. but, <laughs> wow. Did, I, go ahead. Did you see the trailer for the new Live-action Mulan? Ooh. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. That looks good. I've said that, for that's... a while that I feel that of a lot of the, like, the post-Lion King Disney movies, I've always felt that Mulan would be the one that would best translate to, to live-action just because, I mean, I'll, I'll, it, I mean, other than like Mushu existing and the existence of, of the family spirits, there wasn't a lot of, you know, like supernatural high fantasy stuff. 
Well, I'm just so, looking forward to seeing the tentacles. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Really? <laughs> I, can, I can just hear Adam, the, the, the vein yeah. pulsing in his forehead. It's just like... Just... <laughs> tentacles. Tentacles, won't you? In Milan? No, I... Tell me I, that I... wouldn't... Tell me that wouldn't sell. Jesus. It might sell. Oh, tell... I mean, it would sell. It might not sell. Tell me if they didn't... Um, um... Oh, crap, I'm getting a brain fart. Traditional Disney demo, but it would sell. Uh, d- tell me if they didn't Deadpool Mulan, uh, Mulan up that it wouldn't sell. Like I said, it wouldn't sell to the traditional Disney demo. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Deadpool is Disney. <laughs> You know damn well what I meant. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Very good, living. Very good. <laughs> what, what now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Disney hentai. Hentai? <laughs> well, yeah. Hentai. It's Thai. Hentai, yeah. Hentai. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Another. <laughs> oh! Come for the kid, kid anime and stay for the tentacle porn. Yeah. <laughs> That would give a whole, that would give a whole new uh, aspect to the Little Mermaid. Oh, oh. (laughs) (sighs) HBO Max. I don't know. What's the price on HBO Max? Do they have a price yet? I mean, if I get a bunch of, hold on, hold on, hold on. How is it that Spirit Away is on HBO Max? Isn't Spirit Away a Disney property? I don't think so. Uh, I could have sworn. Spirit Away was that? That's the same guy that made um, Princess Mononoke, isn't it? Yeah, and Disney has traditionally been the the company that licenses those. Well, maybe it can't be exclusive. Huh? It might. It, that might have been worked into the. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe both of them have it. $15 a month? It's too rich for my blood. For HBO Max? Yes. Yeah. Way too rich for my blood. Anywho. Yeah. Yeah, it's not on Disney Plus, so I'm guessing HBO has the rights to it. I know Dis—I know Disney released it the originally. Well, one, of, one of those licensing deals. Maybe they had it for a certain amount of time, and then they decided not to re-up the license or something. It's possible. All right, we should get uh, we should get ready to go to break because Kenny should be waiting for us and. Hopefully he'll know when... Uh, well, I'm guessing it's not next segment since it's Kenny's first segment, but hopefully he'll know when uh, the Suze is going to join us. Um, Have you checked the price for HBO on Amazon Prime? It might be cheaper. I know it's cheaper for us, but we just have the regular HBO, so... Yeah, but I don't think that's going to cover Doctor Who. Yeah, it might not be. 
$14.99. Yep. Um, Destroyer Kurt says, yeah, I agree with Destroyer Kurt on The Watchmen. It is it is amazing. Bit of a, it, it hits you like a train it, wreck, but no, we got to go finish watching the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. Now that we have HBO again. So refresh my memory. Did you guys ever finish Fate Zero? Yes. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure. I know you got up to the point where Saber uh, reveals her noble phantasm. Mm-hmm. And, and therefore her identity. Yeah. Yeah, we, we went through it. We just haven't watched any other incarnations of Fate Zero yet. No, I, no, I just that one. No, no, there's only one incarnation of Fate Zero. I, I guess you mean the other well, Fate Stay Nights. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Other, the other... I will say, I thought Unlimited Blade Works had some great fight sequences. Ooh. But in terms of plot, I think Fate Zero was the best. It, 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 uh, it was good. I, I did like Fate Zero. Not that I, I Fate Zero didn't, ha- didn't have, you know, great fight sequences. I do, en- oh, excuse me. I do enjoy the different, um, you know, uh, every person having a different power and how those powers interact with each other and who, you know, somehow someone can find a way to win or whatever. And yeah, I enjoy those. All right. Well, yeah, no, I, I like it. I, I like the lore. There's a lot of lore. So, uh, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll have Kenny Pick, and I will be able to, um, uh, to reveal my noble phantasm. I mean, my Christmas present from him. See what, see, what I did, see what I did there, Miles? Yes, I did. Tentacle free. Tentacle free. This is the way. I have spoken. Oh. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this with Kenny Pick. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Look, I'm up to here with cool, okay? I am so amazingly cool. You could keep a side of meat in me for a month. I am so hip, I have difficulty seeing over my pelvis. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's all about strength. No 
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. You're looking at a being so powerful he can obliterate over half the moon in seconds. So fast he's been clocked at Mach 20, a world where he's allowed to live as a world waiting to be destroyed. Plain and simple. 
He makes it all sound so grim, doesn't he? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Join me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The GM, Galaxy Master, and what the hell? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, pusher of buttons. Miles is gone. Hi. My yes, hello. <sighs> My mic is really weak. Hmm. You Uh-oh. sound okay to me. Let's go up to negative three on that. Okay, uh, I think we got it. Well, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GN... Uh, no. Damn it, I did it again. <laughs> you can introduce me twice. <laughs> it won't go to my the, head. The rogue DM, dungeon master, mother of cats, and mistress of mayhem, Michelle Legon. That is me. And speaking of cats, if you hear the sound of a bell tinkling in the background, that is Loki trying to chew the bell off his collar that I just put on there today. Why a bell on his collar to protect... Because I like knowing where he is. Uh, well, that's it. <laughs> and, and he does not like the bell, so he, he, will, he will chew at the bell until he crushes it with his teeth. How many mm. bells have you gone through in the three years you've owned this cat? So far, I've gone through about five. Wow, that's but a lot I, of metal. But they're they're cheap bells, so they're gonna get. Yeah. I I, <laughs> I buy inexpensive ones, and you know, just replace them every time he chews it off. Very good. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yes. Hello. I've good seen you- the new Star Wars movie. Yes, great. So, and I avoided spoilers. So, should I uh, work on getting Brit Wolf back on the show so we could do a Star Trek, I mean, a Star Wars retrospective sometime? Yes, 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 yes. Make it so, number okay. two. I shall make it so. Um, just out of curiosity, Kenny, uh, your lovely wife, Dosuz, didn't happen to say when she wanted to come on to talk about his Dark Materials tonight, did she? Yeah, uh, she didn't. Uh, I just said I'd pass it off to her when uh, you guys were ready to talk about it. Oh, okay. I just, I was afraid maybe I misunderstood when I asked her a couple days ago. She fell up to me and she said yes. So I was worried maybe I m- made a mistake or something. Okay, good. I feel much better. Nope. Whew. All right. So I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering, Kenny, since you've seen Star Wars. Um, I mean, are are you with me when I say I think they kind of did Peter Mayhew wrong and not giving him a mention in the credits? Uh, yeah, they should have done that. You know, I mean, that that's, a, that's a, a given, uh, you know, he was in more movies, uh, I believe than Carrie Fisher. So, you know, it would make sense. Well, I believe not... he was in one of, uh, oh, Revenge of the Sith. I believe he was in Revenge of the Sith as well. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, for me, it's not about just the, the amount of movies he's, he was in. It's just that, I mean, the guy came back to work as Chewbacca in absolute agony because his size gave you know left him with a lot of health problems and you know even after he he was no longer you know wearing the suit he still worked with the new guy playing Chewbacca to help him on you know get you know to learn the character and whatnot and I mean he is an irreplaceable part of the Star Wars family 
and to not even say, you know, like I said, I'm not saying he should have been credited as Chewbacca, but just like, you know, a rest in peace, Peter Mayhew, you know, something like that. I feel I feel would have been nice, you know, and appropriate. Yeah. Although there was a nice little nod, though, to uh, giving Chewie something he deserved uh, all along. Well, that that's yeah. potential spoilers. Sorry, yeah. folks. Yeah, that that was that was beautiful, and I I. I... Yeah really like that miles was like what was that and i, I had to leave well it's that explain it yeah it's not it, it's more significant than that but i can't say much more otherwise well i also think they really made a mistake in in uh reducing uh kelly marie trans role in this film i i think you know again he still had a pretty important role you know yeah but you know the thing is that you know what this means is that next time around with a Disney movie that the incel the, incels are complaining about, they're going to be a lot more nasty because they got what they but wanted. I had, but the writers are, are saying, they're defending the action and saying she had a lot more screen time, but a lot of it was working against things that they'd shot with Carrie Fisher, and they were having a hard time making it work because it was... And if and and I will say this, I, I'm I'm going to say a few things that might be a little spoilery, but um, less of the plot and more of, uh, you know, things like the the shots with Carrie Fisher. Some of those came off a little strange. Yeah. Um, they, they did not seem very natural, and I understand they did the best that they they could. So I can't even imagine what those scenes with Rose would have been like, you know. So and also. Um, so many fetch quests in MacGuffins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My lord. Oh, and then this thing, and then this thing, and this will take us to that well, thing, see, and that thing will take us to this thing, and this thing will take us to that thing. Oh, it was a, hey, it, isn't it, it, aren't we lucky you were here? Yeah, it was a good movie. Uh, I think the critics are just, you know, they're critics. You know, screw them. Um, that said, it was, I. Th- it was a good movie, but I, I I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna be honest. I, I. I've, I don't. See, it, it it didn't feel like it was a follow up to uh, the Last Jedi. It kind of felt like, and, and another reviewer said this too. It kind of feels like it was the follow up to the Last Jedi remake that uh, all the fans were freaking out and saying that they wanted. You know, so there there were there were some. Uh, I mean, there were there were some things in there that were just this just didn't make sense, and there were some things about the mythos that didn't make sense. Um, but I will say the first first I, I was like, oh, in the first uh, words of the crawl, <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh my god, that's cool. Um, but uh, and I guess uh, in reference to the opening crawl, apparently that transmission can be heard. Uh, it was played on Fortnite. It, they play that transmission from said individual in the crawl as an exclusive for Fortnite. Oh well, that sucks. Because Fortnite yeah, that's... is 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 a hive of scum and villainy. So yeah, that's. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But but I, you know, I think that my main issue with the movie, and again, I enjoyed the movie, and I I I was I was like. I want to watch it twice before I start to really think about, you know, what this movie meant to me and how I felt about it. So I did, I, you know, at great personal cost. <laughs> but well, that's. Wait a second. Is Fortnite a Disney property? 
No, I couldn't I, tell you. I don't know. Because, I don't play that because it was game. mentioned. Yeah, it was mentioned in the you know in the, in the last Avengers movie. Hmm. Mm, maybe I so. Have, I, have I don't actual, know. That's weird. I have actual tastes in video games. Yeah. Well, that uh, the overall idea of the game is cool. It's just the uh, uh, the the general player base it has attracted turned me off of it and i won't even watch anybody streaming it unfortunately but say that yeah anyway i i will lay said i i enjoyed the movie that said i think i it had did the... too but i i don't think it, I, I think uh it felt a little rushed to me uh in this in, in the in the production you can tell that jj abrams was brought in really late on it um I'm... Some of the some of the dialogue sounded very stilted. It just kind of sounded like people were reading lines at certain points, and and it was it, it felt like there was it almost felt like there was too much fan service. And so I think honestly, I think I liked the uh, the Last Jedi better. I enjoyed the movie a lot. Um, there were some tactical decisions in it that I hmm. highly disagreed with, and a few other things that I found a little strange and. You know, not at all uh, plausible. And there was about five seconds of the movie where I wanted to pick up my popcorn and throw it at the screen. But overall, I love the movie. <laughs> and I you can't guys, wait to find out what that was? <laughs> oh, I bet you know what that was. <laughs> I, th oh, I think. Oh. <laughs> By the way, can I just say something? Can I just say something about this? Just, sure. just so everybody has this in their brains. In it's canonical that Palpatine inseminated Anakin Skywalker's mother. So in essence, Palpatine is Anakin Skywalker's father. That is canonical. It happened in the comic books, in the new comic books, not I the old ones. I swore they came out and said that wasn't the case. Uh, it just happened this year. I don't yeah, know. It, I it, could So I just want everybody to remember for that for one scene in the movie. Yeah. Is that the same scene you were talking about? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the scene I was I I was ready to whip something at the screen. I see, my, my 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 mine had to do with a uh a, a certain critter that shall be left unnamed. Oh, are you oh, are you with your anti pork extremism again? Damn right. Although I gotta say, my favorite new character. Oh, oh God, what's his name? Um, Babu Frick. Frick. Babu Frick. Yeah, <laughs> I love that guy. He was awesome. Yeah, Bob Seska <laughs> likes Babu Frick too. Which character was that? Yeah. He was Babu the small Frick guy. Is the guy C three PO. Oh shit! Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, well, yeah, we'll we'll add a spoiler notice to the to the show notes. Um, I still no. don't understand. He the was a little, little guy. dude. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The little guy got it. Destroyer yeah. Kurt has something he wants you to read, Kenny. Let me see. Oh, okay. Oh, let me get to the the chat room. I keep meaning to uh, get to the chat room. Uh. And here we go. Okay. Getting over to the chat room. So, um, anyway, um, 
Sorry, getting to the chat room. Somebody else yeah. can say something they want. Yeah, um, there were a, 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 quite a few interesting cameos. I love, I love certain voice actors who got their cred, their their due in this. It made me very happy to hear some of the voices, and I was picking, I was trying to pick out who was doing what voice. That's all I will say. Oh, David Cross on Twitter. He wants me to read out loud. <laughs> Question. Question. Should I see The Rise of Skywalker if I've only seen the first three Star Wars movies and didn't like the last one and haven't seen them since I was a kid slash teenager and really like the porn parody? <laughs> David Cross. Yeah. No, you can skip them, David. Yeah, you can pass, buddy. Pass. Um, but, uh, yes, there you go. Uh, David Cross, never, never known to be a cynic. So no, never. Uh, <laughs> no, Star Wars isn't your thing. It's not your thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I said, I think a lot of the issue. I mean, the issues that I had with the film is just, I think they crammed too much in. And and it's so it's like you're getting yeah. whiplash. You're getting pulled. You know, like, here, there, next. Yeah. And, 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 you know. Like, like I said, I think there was too much fan service in there, and there there were things that they didn't necessarily have to answer. And um, I will say there were a couple moments that were nice little surprises, though. Um, I'll just say uh, Hux. I'll just say that. Okay. So. Uh, was, no, no, isn't it Hux? Hugs? It's General Hugs. Holding. For uh, <laughs> general hugs. Yes, and I, I do, I do really like the ending. I like the last few minutes of the movie. I thought it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that was that was nice. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 dying to find out what you what you wanted to throw popcorn at Scrantz. But t- just give me a hint on Skype, and then I'll see if I agree. Okay. Um, but uh. But yeah, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of interesting. Um, oh, you can't you probably can't type in Skype since it's Miles. Yeah, I can't. All I can say is cuteness. Facebook. She, she, you, you face. she already it's mentioned it. Adam. It's pretty dead. Yes. Never yeah. mind. You, you, you already said. It. Yeah, cuteness. I, 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 I forgot about it. She yeah. can't let go um, of the damn porks. Yeah, there there were you know. Um, there was a lot of good stuff in it. There really was a lot of good stuff. And uh, was it a perfect ending? No. By all means, no. It wasn't a perfect ending to, to everything. But was it serviceable? Yes. Yeah. Did, I, I... Have great, did it have some great moments in there? Oh, my God, it had some great moments. Did it have creepy AF moments? Yes. Yes. God. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like watching, you know, a, a, a freaked out horror film on a couple spots, you know. Uh, but yeah, and then. Um, and all well, of our guesses on the planets were wrong. We were completely yeah. wrong. The only thing I got, uh, well, I, I made a correct prediction about C-3PO. Yeah, I'll, I'll call that. Cor- I'll call. I'll call that correct. You were yeah. you were correct and, in spirit. Uh, although you know, there was a lot of things being done and being undone that often annoys me in films. 
Yeah. Like it seems like there's a stake, but then not really. I will I say th- that there was uh go ahead. I was going to say I think that some of the issues are you know again it was I still think that the, that the the hate for the last Jedi was way overblown. That said, I think that Disney and Lucasfilm could have reined in Ryan Johnson a bit better. And I you know I think you know if they had reined him in a bit better on that one, that they, they wouldn't have had to, uh, you know, like, f- feel like they had to undo so much in this one. Well, what I mean is I'm saying things that were done in this film that seemed like heavy stakes, and then the next thing you know, five minutes later, it's undone. You know, that's what the, uh, there, there were, um, there are three I can think of right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I can't, I won't say, uh, but, uh, but yeah, there were, there were like three big things that it's like, oh no, that really didn't happen. You know, you probably know the first one I'm talking about, although it was, it freaked, freaked me out for a second, but then I was on guard the whole time after I saw that, you know, one thing was undone. I was like, uh oh, they better no, They undid that too. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it had a lot of great moments. There, there is some head scratching going on with a relationship that nobody ever heard about until this movie. If you, I don't know if yeah. you guys stepping yeah. in with that. I mean, that was a real head scratcher for me. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, that. As hell. <laughs> what's that? I thought it was startling. I on I'm sorry I just burped. Uh I I wasn't yeah, I wasn't really that I mean startling would be the actually ooh that happened. Um <laughs> but um the I I wasn't really shocked by that. But again and and I've heard other people say and there's no spoilers out there to to everybody you've seen the trailers, you heard the news, but you know Palpatine is in this movie. But I'm I'm gonna say I don't think Palpatine was part of the plan all along. I think that that was shoehorned in at the end. I think that they they were having trouble with the scripts and felt like they were alienating fans, and they were like, "We need to bring back something from you know the the you know first six movies to you know turn this into an ending of of the whole Skywalker saga." I really don't feel like that that was the plan from the beginning. Does anybody agree with me on that? I, I, I never yeah. looked into it that deeply. I'm so, yeah. wondering how the movie... Yeah, there's there's scenes where I'm looking at... I mean, I can't, I can't say th- specific things because they'd be spoilery. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me... The movie was a little long. It dragged on. There were moments when I did smile. I'm like, okay, that's good. I mean, I'm I might, as much as I blame my diet for my low energy levels, which it's it is primarily to blame. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm watching the movie and I'm like, eh. and I it's it it wasn't my favorite Star Wars movie. I mean, I, there are others that are better to be sure, but they, I, they wrapped up loose ends. They they did a lot of you know this and that. I mean. I still don't understand the Snoke character at all. Yeah, uh, apparently they left. 
I think he was just a red herring. Well, you know, and that's the, that's another reason why I think that, you know, Ryan Johnson subverted expectations with the last one, killed off Snoke, and then, you know, we get a little bit of what, uh, and again, Snoke is mentioned in the movie, and, yes. and, and that plays into uh, the Palpatine thing, where I felt like that that was shoehorned in. Because, again, there's there's backstory there that's like, really? You know, that that is like barely there. So, you know, it's, it's um, I mean, well, there's backstory that is non-existent, honestly, um, for, for his involvement. Uh, was it awesome? Absolutely. Well, absolutely. And, you know, and I'll say, you know, I, I, I have, a, I have a, a good amount of respect for Adam Driver after this film, too. Um, I'm not going to say anything more about that, but uh, he, 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 uh, he really uh, pleasantly surprised me here and there. Um, and I, I, uh, was, I, was, I was content with his performance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I had no complaints. Yeah, but then you got some of these critics who are saying he's the only person who deserves to have a career after this movie. It's like, really? Why? Is it just because he's the only white American man in the cast? You know? I'm, I'm confused. I don't do good with names. Who's Adam Driver? Kylo Ren. Kylo, Kylo Ren. Oh, okay. You know, that, that, like I said, I looked at the reviews, but I always was going to go see the movie. And it's like that review just is like, really? Really, Daisy Ridley is an amazing actress, and even if you don't like her performance in this movie, to say she doesn't deserve to have a career, I love her. She's she's great. Yeah, yeah. She was. Oscar Isaac and John Boyega were fantastic. John Boyega. Oh, I love John. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are these are the next generation. Well, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega, at least. You know, they're the next generation of great British actors and actresses. Um, and uh, Oscar Isaacs has has some great stuff in his future as well because oh. I don't think he. I mean, oh, I, Oscar Isaac! It, Oscar Isaac is is on everybody's lips in Hollywood. I mean, that guy's everywhere. He's done some amazing stuff. You know, from Ex Machina to um, there was an HBO uh miniseries called uh, something We Need a Hero or something like that. Um, but no, he, Oscar Isaac's been everywhere. He's, he's not going anywhere. He's, you know, he'll, he'll end up getting leading man status and, you know, no time. I would, I, I would almost bet. Yeah, check out can... the, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go on. Oh, check out, uh, just real quick. Check out the hot ones episode with John Boyega. Yeah. It is a blast. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll check I, it I out. will, I will, uh, I will take your face on that, but hear me out on this. But let's say that they decide one day to kind of, you know, explore Indiana Jones without Harrison Ford. You know, like just continue expanding the mythos. Mm-hmm. I think Oscar Isaac could make a great younger Indy. Yeah, he's he's already he's almost he's got to be in his early forties already 40. though. So I don't know. I think he's forty. I want to pick pick somebody a little bit younger for that. I'm just saying, um, like, if they wanted to go back and have him say, go after the Holy Grail like they should have. Or not the Holy Grail. I'm sorry. That was an actual the Holy Grail. Yeah. I meant, <laughs> I meant the Spear of Destiny, the Lance of Longinus. That should have been the MacGuffin for the last one. Yeah. Because it, it fits with the, the themes of the films. The librarian did that one. 
<laughs> I know. But um, I like I, I could see him or, or Michelle maybe like uh something similar to the Mummy, you know, comedy action. Yeah, I think you could, you know. Uh, but anyway, like I said, I enjoyed the Rise of Skywalker. Um, I th- like I said, I had some issues. I think they just kind of stuffed it too full. But I, like I said, I liked enough to see it a second time. Like I said, the second, you know, movies are expensive these days, folks. Yeah, yeah. that's why we do matinees. Well, I. Uh, yeah, Miles and I go early in the morning. There's an there early go. in the morning that doesn't involve yeah, we go. eleven Saturday Saturday at eleven fifteen. Yep. Oh we no, went yeah, I went I went to the twelve fifteen showing. Yeah, we hit the eleven forty showing. Um, there was about a dozen uh, people in the theater. Yeah. All right, so here's what we're here's what we're gonna do because it's we're and, oh, yes. We had one jerk in front of us that kept looking at his phone during the last 10 or 15 minutes of the, the film. It pissed hey. me off. Because the phone screen was hitting me right in the face, the light from it. I was so annoyed. Yeah, people are... Other people... What is it? Who said hell is other people? I don't know, but people can be dicks. <laughs> well, but my point is they were right. Hell is other people. Yeah. Um... All right, so we're going to go when we come back. I will, I don't know, well, we definitely need, uh, all right, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we, we'll, we'll talk His Dark Materials with Dasu's, yes! a.k.a. The, the prettiest girl in Cleveland. And then, after we're done with that, I will reveal Kenny's Christmas and birthday present to me. Does that sound like a plan, uh, everyone? Is, that's is, a plan. That's a, that is what we call a plan. It's Fair best, enough. That's the best plan I'm ever going to come up with. And just to help move things along, the mute button that I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Miles has a point there. I think. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. And I'm going to try and uh, do something about this cough while we're on break because it is driving me up the flipping wall. So we will be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, the ideal teacher, a man of grit and character whom none have the heart to kill. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Oh, yeah. Get excited. And now, Mike Check Radio 
with Adam Hebers. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. All right, and we are back for the final hour here on Mike Check Radio. Join me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Louis, Florida, the Rogue DM, Dungeon Master, Mother of Cats, and Mistress of Mayhem, Michelle Lagan. That is me. I have some Pop Rocks, but I won't eat them during this segment. Oh, well, thank you. And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and Pusher of Buttons, Miles Lagan. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. All right. And, <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, also, and out of Cleveland, Ohio, Kenny's lovely wife, the Suze, the Suze, the prettiest girl in Cleveland. Hi, Susan. Feeling better? Hi, finally. Yes. I, I, I feel better. I'm almost Glad to there, have too. You. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I talked to my aunt today about moving to Florida. Really? Yeah, she said we, I should move to Florida. <laughs> oh, I would not. She lives in Florida. Hmm? Florida. Remember, Florida. 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 Yeah. Florida, not Florida. Duh. No, Florida. Okay. Yeah. I better work on that before I move there. <laughs> Yeah, like, well, at, at least it is to us non-natives, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I've got a lot to learn. I don't know, so much. But, yeah. I don't think I can handle yeah, it's Florida. Good to, uh, I like heat, but I don't know that Kenny does. He's a naturally warm person, and I'm a naturally cold person. Oh. So. No, I yeah, don't so believe that. It's kind of like my No, I, I, my body doesn't heat itself up i'm constantly i have a a wide sweater collection so you know that kind of reptile in human form then kind of exactly and he's my little hot rock it's adorable (laughs) that's seriously that's a great metaphor it's not it's not like i actually put my little cold hands on him and it's like you know and he's just like oh that's refreshing and i'm like yeah (laughs) I just love that. Well, <laughs> love that mental. All right. So we've been trying <laughs> to have you on for a while to talk about his dark materials. And it just so happens that this week was the season finale. So uh, it actually kind of worked out. I didn't out get that... the finale. I didn't watch the finale. Oh, so don't no. make anybody spoil that for me. But oh, I didn't talk about then. anything else. Yes. Well, what first finale? Of, the final one's the only one I haven't seen. So the, Episode 8. Yeah, yeah. We saw it. We saw it. We, saw it. we may have seen that already. Yeah, so you guys I'll... are probably. I just realized. I, I don't think I've seen that one. That's the only one. So. Oh, you. Oh, you haven't seen it. All right. Yeah, but I've seen all the other ones. Okay. I, I, I like it. It's a good series. It's fun stuff. It is. Right? Yes. Oh heck yeah! I I will say. Uh, so, who is your favorite character, and why is it Yurik Bernison? And I'm just playing, Susan. <laughs> who is your favorite character? 
Who's Yurik Bernison? Who is he? The the badass <gasps> polar bear. Oh, okay, Yurik. All right, yeah, he is cute. That is fun stuff. I I will say. I the casting is pretty solid. Um, the only the like I I like the intensity James McAvoy brings to Lord Asriel. Like in past in past um, yeah, in past depictions he's been depicted as this classic British stiff upper a stiff stiff a stiff upper lip guy. Um, mm-hmm. but James McAvoy ha- just has this intensity about the character that I really like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it. It's a good. It's a good show. I'm. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed it. Um, my only issue, and I don't know if if I'm probably alone in this, is that I think the 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 guy they've got to play Will um, Perry is a bit too old for the role. Because these are hmm. spo- you know, Lyra and Will are supposed to be eleven or twelve, and I'm not buying that the kid playing Will Perry is that young. Like, I have no problem believing that of Daphne Keene, even though, in reality, we know she's older than that. But I just feel like... It's not that he's a bad actor. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I I really think he is a bit old for the role. And like I said, I'm, mm. I'm willing to bet I'm probably the only person who feels that way. But I'm also a big fan of the books, too, so... Yeah, I don't. I don't... I don't feel that way, but you know, I've, I maybe I should start the books. Have you read um, the books, Michelle? No, I have not. No. If it helps, and I, and I'm just putting this out there so people know. Um, the audiobooks are basically a full cast recording, so they're unabridged and it's a full cast. Oh. So yeah, that might be better. I I I enjoy yeah. you know I've read the books but I'm really I really enjoyed the audiobooks too just because again it's basically a, a radio drama and the uh, the author is like the narrator Philip Pullman is is doing the narration. Hmm. Cool. So, so are are we gonna actually tell about our favorite characters? Sure, go for it. Who I I I I've put mine on the table. All right, mine is mine is Lee Scorsby. Good choice. The and his rabbit, Esther. I love <laughs> Esther. I think Aww. she's amazing. She has a great personality. I love how she eggs him on sometimes, but also sits back and goes, do you think we really should do this? <laughs> you know? Well, and, and I will say that uh, Hester has a much, much larger role in the TV series than she did in the books or the movie. Yeah, and like, I really... I. I really like the combination of the two, so I can't break them both apart. Those are my faves. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is you're not supposed to be able to break apart a, a human and their demon. So that's right. a great, you know, that's a, you know, the fact that you like that, you know. Um, I will say I've enjoyed um, Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda as Lee Scoresby. I mean, don't get me wrong. I liked, um, oh, Scott, uh, Damn. Sam Elliott's take on the character, but I mean, people were complaining about saying, "Oh, Lynn Will, uh, Lynn Man, uh, Will Miranda's miscast," and you know, it's like, you know what? Watch the series first and then decide that. Don't you know? Because if you're deciding that without watching his performance, then you're basically saying you expected a a, a white man in that role. In my, I've watched. Yeah, I watched The Golden Compass only briefly, and I think I watched it on network TV, so I didn't even get to see the full cast of it. 
so uh, and the full the full movie. But I love this guy. He's kind of Han Solo-ish, kind of like uh, the. I love I love the scoundrel character. I always have, and he has that in spades. And he he he's just so carefree, but he has his friends. He has people he is loyal to. He and, and he's very loyal that. to Yorick. Yes. Hmm. You know, uh, Susan. What about you? Who who would you say is your favorite character? I'm going to just go for um, the Marissa Coulter character. Oh yes, the Ruth, mother, Ruth Wilson. Avira. Ruth Wilson is great in that role. Again, like James McAvoy, she just has this intensity. And Nicole Kidman was great as Mrs. Coulter in the Golden Compass. Movie. Yeah, yeah, I did love but, that version but, too. But Ruth Wilson is just chewing up. She, I mean, she's doing what Ian McDermott did for The Rise of Skyward, just chewing up the scenery, this intensity. Mm -hmm. which, when the character loses her crap, the character really loses her crap. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. You know, she and For you the, can tell, you know, the role. Yeah. And you can tell, you know, her her acting that this is a character who demands control over every aspect of her life. And they don't have to tell you that. Just watching Ruth Wilson portray this character is enough for you to get that impression. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Miles, what about you? Coulter. For me, when I'm watching the show, you know, it's telling the story, and there's these other characters, and I'm there, and like, okay, yeah, that's interesting. That every time the Coulter character came in, I'm riveted. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm in. It's in. It, it, as you say, her intensity. It's like, oh wow, you know. It, it, I, there's, I mean, yeah, the CGI'd um, older bear. Okay, but it's Coulter. <laughs> oh. Man, that's so, just, so, yeah. So, as people who like uh, the character Mrs. Coulter, what do you think of her evil monkey demon? That That's a freaky monkey. That it, thing's scary. It's a great pairing of the character. So the person, you know, the, the author, kudos to the author for uh, writing it. But the actress, because when you see her losing her shit, you see the simian nature of her. Action, her actions. I mean, when she was hitting a wall. I mean, uh, uh -huh. she was like, uh, yeah, just the, the way she screamed so fairly. Uh, yeah, I mean, because monkeys are not cute and cuddly no. creatures. They are pretty vicious little beasts. No, so. this was not a koala moment. Spoiler no. <laughs> alert: koalas are not nice either. But just saying, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, great. So, what is the relationship between her and her monkey that they are able to be? Um, separated. I, I didn't understand that. I know that I, I haven't I, read the books. So. May I first say, uh, if uh, I mean, it, Jump it's, in there. Nev it's never stated in the books. The, oh, why yeah. She, why she can separate from her demon. Now, we know that witches are able to separate from, from their demons. And that's yeah. because of who they are. Um, the problem is, later in the books, certain characters get the ability to separate from their demons. So, and I can't say much more than that because it would spoil stuff, but it's possible that she had a similar experience. 
it's possible maybe a state of mind too it could be a state of mind it could be she's part you know she's a you know she's got some witch blood in her we we, they never philip pullman never definitively answered that question that makes sense okay that's all but because like sorry go on michelle well, just Coulter has a has a definitive has a definite bipolar mindset. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. One minute she's so that calm, might, and, yeah. calm and serene, and she seems perfectly rational. And then the next minute she's just this but she's, she, she, she's this yeah, bundle she's, of rage. She's drinking wine, walking on the edge of her balcony. You know, hundreds, you know, dozens of stories up in the air and sending out illegal drones. You know, she goes from one one extreme to another. Yeah, I remember that scene because the monkey's watching like, please don't. I won't either. (laughs) Please don't. Um, But no, I mean, like I said, the casting has been really solid. Like John Faw is well cast. Uh, Fardakuram is well cast, and uh, you know, like they got some in small roles. They've got some fun actors, like um, as Kaiza, uh, Serafina's uh, demon is David Suchet, who was um, oh, uh, who Agatha Christie. Um, damn it, Her- mm. uh, Poirot. Poirot. Um, yes. Yeah, Poirot. Poirot. And then, uh, of course, as the witch consul in um, Trollison, you, you, I pointed this out to you, Michelle. It was the guy who played the smelly warden in the in the mummy. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, so they've got a lot of delightful cameos, and but the, the core cast, for the most part, is rock solid. It is beautiful. And and the. The girl that's playing, uh, what's that? The sister name, I think? Nira? How what? The girl. Which Who's girl? The, the lead? I'm, I'm horrible oh, with names. Lyra? Lyra. 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 Yeah, Daphne Keene is playing Lyra. She was uh, X-23 in, in uh, Logan. She has a really beautiful presence. Yes. And it's it's very unusual to have children. I mean, you know, uh, like Haley Joel Osmond had 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 a similar presence, and when he was younger, and um, didn't they say she her she is an actress? They watched her grow as they watched as they continue filming. Uh, probably, yeah, because she is just by the end of the the end of the 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 the, the season, you're just like, oh my lord, because <laughs> she knows what she wants. And she's figuring out how to get it mostly all on her own. And it's amazing. Well, and, and one thing Daphne Keene is doing great selling is Lyra's innate ability to read the alethiometer without the books of, without the books of symbols. Yes. It's, it's an instinctive level. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took her a moment, but it didn't take her the years that other people had to learn from a book. Well, and so, even, there even, you go. even when they learn, they still, they still, have pre- the they still yep. need the books. You know, mm-hmm. And it takes them weeks. Eltheometer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. is that how you pronounce it? Eltheometer. Eltheometer, that's it. That's better. Eltheometer. But no, I, I found this to be a, a you know, they again... 
it's the idea of uh, what works on paper doesn't necessarily work on screen. So they've made some changes, yeah. but it's made it a stronger series. You know, I'm, I've watched this. I've been like, oh, well, the books were different for that, but I like this too. Whereas the movie I'm watching and I'm like, that's a terrible choice. That's a terrible change to make. Oh, and hmm. Miles also has a second character he really likes. Oh, yes, Miles. Do you remember? No. We were talking about him. The, the, the other guy, the, the, the agent for the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has some screen presence too. The guy that jumps worlds. Oh, uh, Boreal. Lord Carlo Boreal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that character also has some nice intensity. And again. Yeah. Perfect pairing of a person with their demon because he's very serpentine in his personality. Very slick. Very sneaky. Very sly. Yes. Very all sly. those S words. You know, so yeah, that was like I said. I've been I've been very happy with all the casting. Uh, you know, for the, um, some some big names, some up and coming names. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's 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 a solid series, and I'm really excited for season two. Um, okay. I can't say much more because no one's seen the the last episode of the season, but it is available. It is available. I just thought it was available. I, I, I wasn't sure if I finished it or not, so I started it, and I was like, oh, no, I didn't do that. Oh, well, so I'll well, get I'm, it by next week. I, I am what? glad that uh, they didn't sanitize the ending like they did for the movie. Let's just Yeah, it it's nice having happy endings with all the loose ends tied up. You don't have to worry about anything. You know, if the season were to end, you wouldn't have to, you know, like panic or be like, you know, that, that I, I hear you. What I um, what I found most intriguing when I was watching the show and listening to the dialogue and that sort of thing, it was at one point when they were still on the gypsy boats, mm -hmm. and Lyra was talking with um, the older guy with the beard. I forget his name. Fighter Corum. Oh, with the right, captain, and they're right? sitting out in the. Yeah, they're sitting they're sitting out on the deck, and he's talking about his demon and how she, you know he he was a little disappointed when she had settled into a cat demon form. He didn't know, you know, but he he realized that you know that now he's it's a perfect compliment to him and that sort of thing. And Lyra asks, "Well, why do demons have to settle at all?" And at that point, I was thinking that's interesting because a person should always be growing and changing. So I like that. I like that frame. And that gave me a little a thought. I'm just like, I don't know anything about the series, but what if? So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I'd probably be terribly disappointed, but it would be nifty. <laughs> so that brings me to the question. Yes. That brings me to the question. What kind of demon would you have, Michelle? What kind of... Oh. You can choose it. Go ahead, choose it. Yeah. I'm thinking. That's... It's a big question. What would I have for... Yeah, you? it is. Um... I think, most likely... Something like a jaguar. 
Hmm. I'm pretty much a loner. I, I have miles, and, you know, I don't have many friends. You guys are, you know, part of my friend friend <laughs> audience, you know, so, but a jag, you know, something, you know, something cat related, but something a little bit bigger to me, the, the, the potential that I never expressed, you know, something that's out there yeah. that, that, you know, could protect me and be a, a boon companion and curl up with me at night and just, you know, something like that, a, a, like like a black jaguar. You know, a bigger version yeah, that of that would be totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Susan? I'd love a ferret. I used to have ferrets. They're awesome. Yes, I've had plenty of them. We we rescued a. Oh, bunch you have? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've we've had at least eight ferrets. We rescued eight? them. Oh really? So, wow. Yeah. That many? I rescued one. I've heard ferrets can yeah, be very yeah. smelly, but they're good pets. If you. Oh, they, they're smelly. Oh, yeah, but they are the sweetest things in the world. They are so much fun. And they're hysterically spazzy. Oh, yeah, and they will play with cats. And the cats will play yeah. back because if the cats get too rough, the ferrets will show them why they are a predator. Reminding <laughs> me, something, spa- something fidgety. Something fidgety. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't see it being a cat. I'm not that evil. <laughs> I'm that evil. I'm so evil. Maybe a ferret. Or or a weasel. Ferrets are adorable. Or oh, ermine. Oh. Fox. A fox would be beautiful. Fox. Oh, yes. that would be cool, too. There we go. A fox. Your turn, Miles. Otter. Oh, otters water, are adorable. A water sausage. <laughs> What type of an otter? Would it be a river otter? The button pushing kind. What? The button? (laughs) I think she means river otter, sea otter. Oh, yeah. The river otters are the big ones. Yeah, I'll I'll take a big one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big old otter. We have them in Florida. I've actually seen them run I've across seen, the road. I've seen her. I've seen yep. it was a long way away, yep. but I did see one cross the road. They're and it big. Was big. Yes. God, it the, was big. Why did the otter cross the road to get to the other <laughs> side? <laughs> it was big. I'm like, whoa, that's a big animal. Maybe but, yeah, I could also have a play... penguin as, as a demon. I do waddle a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a waddling penguin. Yeah, maybe we could just have porgs. We could have our own porgs. No, awesome. no, 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 no. Michelle would, <laughs> Michelle would go crazy if she had a porg as demon. JK. She'd be like, okay. I know. She'd be like, she'd, she'd, like, be, getting, it, it she'd be getting a knife out of mouth and be like, no, no, you can't kill your own mm-hmm. demon. Now I go willingly into the box. Into the box <laughs> just to get rid of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. Really? <laughs> wow. That is dark. That poor. Some, some poor hate. Some severe poor hate. Yes. Like I said, she's wow. an anti pork extremist. I don't hate them. I dislike their uselessness. They're, 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 they're strict. They're strictly a marketing ploy, and that is it. <laughs> no, they were very clear. It was easier to CGI porgs for the, for the what was what were the the, the puffins, puffins, than it was to yeah. CGI the puffins out. 
Yeah, they just put them over them. Yeah, Still it's just so annoying that the puffins annoying. somehow found their way onto the yeah, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, the puffins got onto the ship and started, oh, yeah, making around there. I, I know, yeah. here, yeah, I, puffins yep. are, yeah, they're yeah, annoying. Yeah, puffins, puffins get everywhere, they don't get they? Everywhere. They, just, they just love messing with human stuff all yeah. the time. All right, you made your point. <laughs> your puffin point. <laughs> but puffins you... taste really good. So I'm guessing Porgs probably do as well. You, you've had puffin before. You've eaten a rare bird. I have watched An Andrew Zimmern catch them and eat them. So that how do you Iceland? know what they taste yes. like? He said they taste like it's it's like a really chicken. rich chicken like meat. Chicken. Yep. See, I've had, I've had emu before. So, and it's a red meat. Puffins have red meat. That's not a white meat. It's a red meat. Wow. The red meat. Yeah. The more, the more you know, we'll file that away. Hey, hey you know, that's that's why his, you know, he has his show. He eats weird stuff. So there you I go. And I, I saw don't... him catch him. They take poles, they put them in the air, and they knock the pet, the puffins out of the air with the pole. That's just they're barbaric. Not, they're not allowed to <laughs> shoot them. They have to knock them down with the poles and catch them in nets. It's a, it's a net on the end of yep. the pole. That's and, just barbaric. Andrew beating Zim them to death? No, there's a net on the pole. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. And then they pull the pole back in, and then they kill the puffin humanely and eat it. On the barbecue. On the barbie. All right. Uh, well, uh, anyway, maybe, maybe eat uh, a puffin. Yeah, I, I couldn't eat a puffin. I, just like I couldn't eat an otter. Too cute. I had a frog leg once. It was It was hard. Gross. They were a lot more greasy yeah. than expected. Gator is amazing. I oh, now, gator that tastes like chicken. Very fatty chicken. It actually has a slightly gamey taste to it, but it's very delicious. It's much better than chicken. Much more taste than chicken does. It's been it's been like twenty years since I tried alligator. Well, I live in Florida. Gators are plentiful down here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Are they plentiful? Oh That's yes. Good. Well, they see, have come I'm, back in spades. I was rollerblading once, and I there was one that was in our in our way, and I was like, "Oh Lord, what's <laughs> wrong with this thing?" You know, it's like, "Oh, it's a gator." Well, we don't I, have strange animals in this part of the country. We barely have animals. Nothing can survive these winters. They're yeah, just like Ohio no. does get cold. We're like possums, cats. That's it. That's it. The dregs. And we have all sorts of critters down here. Which, Woodchucks or uh, ground no groundhogs. That's what Kenny hates. Groundhogs, groundhogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He hates them. <laughs> but if he hated them that much, would wouldn't he like develop some sort of recipe? You know what I mean? He doesn't hate them that much. I I expect he's just gonna yeah. like shove a hose down a, a hole and turn it turn on the water and wait. At, at least he's not going after them with little bunnies made out of C four. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? Bill Murray and Bill Murray uh, went after the ghost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Caddyshack. Yeah. I'm alright. So, so I'm watching Detective Pikachu. I'll tell you guys about that next week. Oh, all right. Okay. Cool. I've heard it was actually pretty good. Talk about nerd. <laughs> nerd. On HBO now. It's finally. So. 
But uh, no, uh, like I said, I'm, uh, thank you for joining us, Susan. I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, like I said, I think, it, I think it actually worked out for the best that we didn't get to talk about until the end of the season. Yeah. It gave us a chance to get, get caught up and, and digest it, so and cool. think about it. But no, so the series is His Dark Materials. All episodes are available on HBO's streaming service. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Yeah, and and all and we'll we'll talk about the the finale next week, maybe. Yeah, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about. Yeah, I, no? I yeah, I I, I I went in this knowing how it ends, assuming they don't change the ending like they did for the movie. So it wasn't like yeah. a shocker. It wasn't like a shocker to me. But um, anyway, uh, so we're gonna go to break and we come back. I'm going to be able to finally reveal. Are you? You guys really didn't see Kenny's post, Miles and Michelle. What post? I I didn't see it. I don't know what you're talking about, Adam. Uh, I'm, <sighs> see, I now I know you're playing coy. A bar a bar bipartisan committee has ideas to make Congress more bipartisan. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Forget it. Is that items is that used in battle or items used in battle? <laughs> all right uh again you made thanks. you made a post that said hot nerd talk action <laughs> yeah. what tentacle free hot nerd talk action i always use that hot hot nerd talk action anywho uh so yeah we're gonna go to break when we right. come back i will uh th again thank you for joining us susan and uh yes, thanks, said, susan. We'll make the arrangement yeah, see you to, next uh, week. to do like a deep cool. dive into the season and uh whatnot all right most definitely uh, Yes, because there there was a lot of great stuff. All right, uh, so we're gonna go to break when we come back. Uh, I I I've got no plan. Miles, Michelle, uh, what what are you? What about you? Well, there's this mute button here. That again <laughs> with the with, again with the mute button. Oh, there's a mute button. It's adorable. Yeah, that's that's the new that's the new shtick. All right. We're gonna... <laughs> We're gonna, right. make this, we're gonna make this an atomic fire size break. Susan, uh, have a nice evening. Thank you very much, and uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. All right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What an ass! He was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. What an ass. He was grinning like an idiot the entire time. What's wrong with that guy? Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. And that's one of my favorite... Uh, bits from uh, Tales of Symphonia. But anyway, joining me as always out of the mediocre city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master and Pusher Buttons, Mr. Miles Lagan. Welcome back, sir. Yo! Thank you, thank you. You almost, you almost ready to kick 2019 to the curb? Um, You know, the first half of it, yes. The second half, I, I kind of enjoyed it. The second half was a lot more fun for me. Yeah, uh, fair enough. All right, <laughs> and uh, living on living 
there is nothing worse than Jar Jar Binks. All right. Also joining us out of Port St. Louis, Florida, the DM, the rogue DM, dungeon master, mother of cats, and mistress of mayhem, Michelle Lagon. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Um, looking forward to this year ending. Um, I'm just hoping next year's better. It's a well, big hope. You know, if if anything, you can count on the next couple of years being great years. That will be great vintages for tears of impotent conservative rage. Mm, I don't want any more rage. <laughs> but, I'm sick of rage. But it tastes. But their tears taste so good. Okay. Also joining us out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, Mister Kenny Pick. Got to watch my salt intake. Can't have too many tears. Oh, that's that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fair. All right, so I'm still convinced you're playing coy, Michelle. But all right, I'll play along. Would I do that to you? Yes, because I'm nice and sweet and pure. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's run with that. Uh-huh. All right, so Kenny. Um. Uh, this year, you got me a birthday slash uh, Christmas present. I did. You did. If only there, if only there was some kind of audio evidence of this. Well, you know, speak of the devil. As soon as I find it, at least. Uh, here, yeah. I, I, speak of the yes, there is audio evidence of this. Um. So I don't even know how to set this up. So I'm just going to play this because um, when I saw what you sent on Facebook, I uh, I fanboyed very hard. Let's just put, you know. That's good to know. So uh, I was. So here we go. Like I said, just going to drop this and run. Hey, Adam, this is Batman calling you from Wayne Manor. Your brother. Kenny tells me you're a big fan of the show. Thank you. So this is a shout-out just for you, Adam. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. (laughs) And remember, Adam, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. I understand you do mic check radio with Adam Hebert. Batman approves. Oh, thank you so much, Kenny. And I will say this. I am genuinely surprised he said my name right. Well, I put in parentheses, ah. capital H-E-E dash B-E-R-T. There we go. That, all right. That, you know, because let me tell you, I go. I, I spent my childhood in, well, not literally my entire childhood, but you know what I mean, in military hospitals. It was always Hebert, Hebert. So... Herbert. Herbert. Uh-huh. So. Well, I had to make sure Kevin Conroy got it right. If we're going to do it, we got to get it. Do it right, you know? Thank you so, so much. So I was a little. I love it. I, I was hoping he'd take it a little further because I did give him a lot of information to work with. But um, but uh, I think he hit all the hit all the beats. I, I was expecting him to just. I wasn't expecting him to call himself Batman. I thought he'd call himself Kevin Conroy, but. 
There you go. But thank you so much, Kenny. I loved it. <laughs> You're I welcome. And I couldn't listen to it right away. I, I saw like the, the, you know, the, not the screen cap, but like the first, the first frame of the video. And I was like, no, you didn't. So hopefully you can chop that up in a, in a way that you can make a promo with it. Like maybe have it say, I am darkness. I am the night. I am turn up the night with that or Mike Jack radio with Adam Hebert. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll see what I can do, but no, it was, it was very lovely. I really like that. And, um, I, I've looked up not just as an actor, but as a human being, I've looked up to Kevin Conroy for a very long time. Well, he's a pretty cool dude. And that is done, uh, was done through the service called cameo. Uh, there are a lot of celebrities. Uh, there are a lot of awful celebrities over there uh, that are charging a lot more money than Kevin Conroy was for, you know, I mean, there's like assholes from the Jersey Shore and stuff like that. Like what they throw your money away, folks. Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kevin Conroy, he's a uh, there, there's a lot of people over there. There are a lot of people over there doing that service. And some are a lot, uh, you know, some are pretty inexpensive. So. Check yeah. it out, cameo. Yeah, I'm lo I'm looking through through some of this list. It's like it's got Phil Lamar, who is um, the voice of uh, Hermes. Well, he's done a lot of voice acting. Mm -hmm. um, Phil Lamar. They've got well, Kevin Conroy. It's almost he's only like one one um, one uh, line down. But yeah, I mean, lots of uh, Hidden Walsh, who was Starfire in Teen in the Teen Titans um, uh, cartoon. Lots of Colin, Colin Mockery's there too. Wow, wow, Jason David Frank, the original Green Ranger. <clears throat> yeah, so you know, the you can, uh, yeah, look through there. And I wonder if Harry Shearer does that. I'd pay for Harry Shearer. Oh, here's one you wouldn't like, Kenny Dean Kane, all around douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe uh, I'll pay him to say he hates Trump's guts and leak it, leak it uh, online. Oh. Here, here's a name I've never heard of, Michelle. Steve Blum? Really? I, I, really? Never heard of him. Uh -uh. I certainly did not interview him at Anime Week in Atlanta in 2018. No, I, I did actually interview Steve Blum at AWA in 2018. Yeah. There's Kevin McDonald on there too. Wow. Let's see here. You so, get Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. <laughs> He's only oh, fifty bucks. Wow. Vic McNagna, thirty-five bucks. I'm not I'm I'm surprised he actually has the balls to ask for Oof. that much. You can get Larry Thomas, aka the soup Nazi, for sixty bucks. <laughs> Now I will say this: This does remind me to to backtrack a bit because I think Stephanie Shea, thirty five dollars, voice of Sailor Moon. I everything there okay? You go. <laughs> She's just coughing. It's fine. I I I I figured, but it can't hurt to ask. So I got to ask you guys: How how did it feel to see Lando at the helm of the Falcon? Biffy. I was okay. It was good. It's good. Yeah, no problem with that at all. Okay, so one second. Like I said, I cannot wait 
to lose this cough for good. Well, obviously it can't be for good because you know, I'm always you know I'm always gonna be at risk of getting sick. But you know what I mean, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. But uh, so yeah. Um, thank you for uh, uh, turning the mic over to Susan Kenny. We had fun. <laughs> Not a problem. It sounded like you guys were having a good time. Oh, yes. We're, and I think we're going to end up talking, uh, doing some more talk about his dark materials. But Sounds uh, hey, good. Well, it's almost. Uh, wow. Oh. Yes. Yeah, it is almost time. Let me let me go ahead and tell people what to expect for um, New Year's Eve. Uh, there's not going to be a uh, turn up the night. I am going to be DJing from seven o'clock till midnight. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be there in the chat room and, you know, uh, leave off and on, but I will be taking requests, uh, for, um, you know, all night. So, and if there's music that you want that we don't have, I'll find it. So should be fun. And, uh, I will be, uh, if you need some backup when I get home, I, I'm more than happy to provide it. Absolutely. So. Cool, cool. Yeah, so there was so Friday was truly the last uh, edition of Turn Up the Night for 2019. Yes, right? it was. It was the last uh, official episode, and it was a good one. Yes, it was. It was. It was, it was fun. I I wouldn't mind, you know, um, when we do the the. Mad Libs, if you leave just a few, you know, nouns and verbs hanging around, because I'd like to, th- you know, I'd like to throw out there things like soiled bedpan or double fisting, you know, little <laughs> little things that just, you know, kick, kick it up a notch. Just my own personal. Okay, thing. then. <laughs> uh, good, good, good to know. Good to know. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> I will keep that in mind the next time I, uh, I sub for Kenny as well. Because I think soiled bedpan would work with, with some of those Shakespearean Mad Libs. I, I, I bring. Oh yeah. Oh hey, you could get Daniel Logan, the kid who played Boba Fett, uh, for fifty bucks. Okay. Hey, Frangela's <laughs> on there for twenty. Oh, Frangela. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Lex Lang for forty. I interviewed him before. Yeah. I just keep scrolling through, and I'm like, I don't know who most 90% of these people. Oh, Stormy Daniels, $250. Wow. <laughs> a, lot of these, a lot of these people are internet stars and stuff, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Stacey Dash, 100 <laughs> Gary Pussy's on there, and so is uh, uh, Paul Rubens. Yes. Paul, Paul Rubens is a get. Colin Clinkenbeard, yeah. anime voice actress, the voice of Luffy. Wow! I, oh, John Lovitz for 150 bucks. I'll pass. Who? John Lovitz, the lie guy. Oh. oh yeah, that's the ticket. That's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, hard pass there. Right. Uh, A lot of people from the office are on here. A lot of people from the office. I I wouldn't be surprised. I you know. Dave Foley. Nice. The Night King, Vladimir Furtick. 
We've officially fallen down the rabbit hole, kids. <laughs> we have. We have. It's fun. It's fun to look at and see who's there. It's an interesting service. It's a very interesting service. I like it. And a lot of this, a lot of these are, are reasonable. Tommy Lauren, $85. Not even for eight fifty. White Grievance Barbie. <laughs> there are people out there that will pay her. Pay me and I'll put it in the recycle bin before I even listen to it. Mm. Uh, that's the only way. Well, there are some Denise Richards. Oh, dear. <laughs> Kevin Starbo, 60 bucks. Oh! Uh, Amazing how cheap the right-wingers are. Yeah, yeah. well, that's because. <laughs> anyway. Sean Astin, Samwise Gamgee, 295 oh. That's ridiculous. Vince Neal, 400, 400. bucks. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Vince Neal. Singer from Motley Crue. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Noted asshole. Anyway. All right, I'm we sorry. should probably wrap up before we f- go further down this particular rabbit hole. It got to be too far. Well, Terry Bradshaw is also 400 bucks, so there you go. Terry Bradshaw. That's a sports ball guy, right? Yeah, sports ball guy, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I still say, you know, the way to remove the shame of losing the Dolphins, Harakiri always helps. Oh, well, my God. Larry Wilcox from Chips, $30. <laughs> 30 Oh, wow. 30 Hey, hey, you, can, hey you can get Billy Baldwin for 200 No. <laughs> One of the lesser Baldwins. Hey. We can have way too much fun with this, so yes, we have to really wrap it up. It's... Yeah, yeah. We're well, like I said, we're going down the the uh, Dana Slider. Oh, Forty bucks. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop. Just can't stop. stop. Oh wow, it. George Hamilton. <laughs> All right, yes, writing shots. Miles, go. <laughs> Hi. No, I got nothing. I'm I'm on vapors as usual. So uh, hey. Wonderful. Thank, congratulations to everybody. We survived another year. Well, and, I wouldn't uh, say that. Don't tempt fate. We got three more days to go. Uh, let's just let's just go with the um, you know assumption. And uh, you know, twenty twenty. Oh, get buy stock and popcorn. <laughs> buy stock and popcorn. It's gonna get wild and crazy. Um, I, 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 I don't expect things to get any better for Trump. Oops. I did that. Did I just talk politics? It's uh-huh. okay. Oh. We'll, we'll, for, I, uh, I will, I will forgive you for this nerd sin. Go for it. All right. Thank no you. More, and son. so, uh, right. So, uh, you know, stick with us. We'll, we'll have more fun and try and keep everybody sane with our Atlantics and, uh, button pushing. Oh, I can't mute cause Michelle's got to do her parting <laughs> shot. <laughs> I was going to do a mute button antics, but that's going to be my new shtick. I'm I'm just going to cut in the middle of my mute button right at the end of the segment. Can can I veto that? I think I have veto power. I'll have to look. Yeah, but I have the override. (laughs) And it makes Michelle laugh, so you're going to lose that, Adam. Okay. Tennessee's here. Oh, Tennessee. 
Kathy. So how? So is is he adjusting to life as an indoor cat? Oh, he's doing great. It's just getting the other cats to like not hate his guts. But it, it, <laughs> it's gotten better since he had you know got snipped, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Let me see if I can get him to. If I if I hold him for a minute, he'll he'll probably me out there. He, uh, he wants he wants. Do you want to? Do you want me to let you go? Huh? Come on, do some moaning for everybody. There he goes. Oh, <laughs> he got a little tiny voice. He gets very impatient very quick. Yes. But anyway, uh, yeah, my parting shot. Um, uh, yeah, happy almost New Year's, everybody. Uh, join me on Tuesday for music. I'll play all the ABBA you you want, uh, Miles. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Love his ABBA. Any- Anything anybody wants to hear, I will dig it out. I will find it. I will buy it within reason. I'm not going to spend like 50 bucks on music, but you Fernando. know, I'll, yeah, I'll play. Uh, I'll play if, if I don't have something, I'll play something goddamn close to it if I can't find it. So, Fair enough. all right. I just, uh, I just want Hammerhead and the logical song. All right. And I know you have Hammerhead. Yeah, just remind me in the chat, and I'll uh, okay. and it'll happen. All righty. All right. So who needs a parting shot still? Um, everybody, just have a safe and happy New Year. Um, stay away from people who are shooting guns. Because mm. us here in Florida get that every time. So just be safe, everyone. Love you. Very good. John Ratzenberger, one hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to stop. I really do. <laughs> you need to, yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Happy New Year. And, you know, uh, remember, it's New Year. We can't be affording to bail people out for indecent exposure because of a misunderstanding. Um, have a happy New Year. Hope you had a nice Christmas. And uh, we'll be, uh, we shall return in 2020. Have a great week. Have a great uh, rest of the year, and uh, shit. <laughs> my ending is missing. It's conspiring again against me again. Uh, God damn it, Mary. How is it? <laughs> How is it that, that every week, every single week, it's like not there? <laughs> um, anyway. <clears throat> Hopefully on Sunday I will not be coughing as much because I'm ready for this to be over. There we go. All right. Have a nice weekend, everyone. See you uh, in 2020. Time for go to bed. It is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Casting worm. Push the button, Frank. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance. Hey, Adam, this is Batman, calling you from Wayne Manor. Your brother, Kenny, tells me you're a big fan of the show. Thank you. So this is a shout-out just for you, Adam. 
I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. And remember, Adam, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. I understand you do mic check radio with Adam Hebert. Batman approves. Ha, <laughs> ha,